this is Charles Haley. You're listening to nothing but Niners. So now they've got to start from deep in their end of the field, and Garrison Hurst takes advantage of it. He takes the handle, kicks to his right, gets to the 20. He's in the 30. Needs to cut in. He comes back up the right sideline. Quick the third tackle. Comes down to the 30. He's down to the 20. He's down to the 10. He's down to the 5. He's in the end zone. Touchdown. Touchdown. 96 yard run from scrimmage. Garrison Hurst breaking tackle after tackle. Sweeps down the sideline. Throws off bodies like clothes after a marathon. Young, back to throw. In trouble, he's going to be sacked. No, gets away. He runs, gets away again, goes to the 40, gets away again, to the 35, gets back at the 30, to the 20, the 50, the 10. He died, touchdown, 49 er Third down, Alex takes the snap. Alex looking down in post, and he's got it. San Francisco 49ers, we can do whatever we want. Click, click, boom! What's going on, faithfuls? It's your boys, Mike and Mike, and we are back, guys. It is time to overreact, and more importantly, man, it's time for some victory shots. Now, I want to just go out on a little ledge here and let you guys know. It's going to be my first alcohol since I came back from Cancun, so please, guys, go easy on me tonight, man. Mike, we had some good, we had some bad, man. How are you feeling after this win today, after this game? Forget the win. You can talk about the win and all that, too, but I do want to get your thoughts before we uh, open up the floor to other people, man. How are you feeling after this game today? Man, I feel great uh, for a bunch of different reasons. Um, obviously, getting the wins good. Seattle losing. Um, we really have a big opportunity on Thursday night. I can't wait to get back at it um, because they can really pretty much wrap up the division on Thursday. Um, but overall, you know, I, I was not skeptic of Purdy. Just you know, I wanted to see more, and we definitely saw more. The dude is a gunslinger. I mean, he's got that moxie in him. So um, I'm pretty excited about it uh, overall. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The young man went out there and, you know, it's weird, right? For years, us as Niner fans have watched these games and we said, if we just had a quarterback who didn't cost us games, we would be okay, right? Did Brock Purdy do anything like that lit the world on fire? I don't know. Maybe you might have a couple of things that you liked about him. Did he do anything that was like, oh my God, like he is QB1 for the future, Maybe you might have saw a thing here or there. But the most important thing that he did was not cost the 49ers the entire game. And the one time he did, the one time he did, whoop, here comes a flag. And it was called back. And we went on and we marched to victory. I mean, go ahead. I saw you wanted to say something. Like what? Well, no, the one part about that you said about the quarterback of the future. He's actually got a legitimate chance. As crazy as that sounds, he does. You know, I, I know there's gonna be a lot. There's gonna be a huge debate and all that. What do you mean but, by that? I got. I got to get some clarity. What do you mean by that? You got. You, like, got, you can't be that vague. Like going forward, right? Assuming Jimmy's gone, right? Assuming he's gone, you're gonna have Trey, who hopefully he comes back and he's the starter and everything's great. 
You know, I'm not I'm not rooting at all against that. It's just right. you don't know. He hasn't played. He's barely played when he was healthy, and now he's coming off a significant injury. So you have no idea if he ex- if he impresses all the way you know down the stretch here, makes a playoff run. I mean, it's anybody's ball game. You know, honestly. Are you are you talking about next season? Yeah, I'm talking <laughs> about next season. As crazy as that sounds, because I want to not believe that. It's just. The way that it's kind of looking, this because because if any because if anything, Purdy's more of a Kyle quarterback anyway. I feel like he feels more comfortable. I feel it. I don't know. There's just well, a lot Kyle, to think about. Kyle's play calling, in my opinion, feels a little different. Some of it, some of it, right? There's still the Kyle Shanahan. I'm stubborn. We're going to run this ball up the middle, right? But the tosses that we saw tonight, more of those than we normally see. Uh, letting the quarterback take a shot down the field before halftime. I don't know if I've seen that too often in Kyle's time here. Uh, it seems to be that Kyle is really just sitting back and saying, you know what? I'm going to let the game come to me, and I'm going to call what I see. And you know who's uh, very famous for that from the Kyle Shanahan tree? It's Sean McVay. I'm not saying that Kyle's copying Sean McVay, not saying anything like that. So don't don't take what I'm saying out of context. But Sean McVay is a person that he watches the game and calls plays based off of what he sees. And the last two weeks I've seen Kyle do that. Is it because Brock Purdy is out there or is it because that's just what the roster is allowing him to do? I, I don't know. I, I There's only one major difference, right, from two weeks ago to tonight. Today and last game, and that's Brock Purdy. Yeah, it's gotta be. As much as I feel like maybe it's not, <laughs> I feel like it's one of those things. I don't know. And it, it's a hell of a story. Um, I feel you know, like just great for the kid, you know, just to have that experience, you know, talking to Brady after the game and all that kind of stuff. I mean, that's something he's never gonna forget. Like his whole family was there. I mean, that that's right. awesome. So hopefully, yeah. you know, the momentum. Uh, you know, Thursday's going to be a big test, you know, in Seattle. That shit's going to be rocking on Thursday. You know, it's going to be a little yeah. different, right? So we'll see how he handles it. Seattle coming off of a loss. You know, now he's got to go up there. He's got to travel. He's got to deal with that noise and all. You know what I mean? And, you know, and what's weird is I think Purdy was a little more calm today, a lot more calm. He, he only did his little bang, bang. I thought like, so, so I feel like there was a lot of confidence within you know, the 49er fan base, right? You know, there's there's a lot of momentum. But I'm just thinking that the media and everything's going to really be pushing them now. I don't know if you saw the post game with everybody on Fox, but they were in amazement by the kid. Right. So I think he's going to get more and more national media at this point. But so we'll see how he reacts. We got we to gotta see how he holds, he, right. how he responds to that. You know what I mean? But here's what I will say, man. Uh, the kid is doing exactly what Kyle's asking him to do. Um, he's, he's reading the field at times and the other times you can tell it's a predetermined play. He's doing what he's supposed to do. He's throwing the ball where it's supposed to be. Um, I, nothing that he did this week changed anything that I thought about him prior to it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the one deep shot down the field I saw, you know, it was a little underthrown, but it was a touchdown. I'm not going to kill the kid for that. I like the, the one. That, huh? Yeah. The the IU IU one. One. Yeah. I like that he even had the, the the confidence to make the attempt. I love that. I absolutely love it. So, you know, I thought that was phenomenal. And we were sitting there during the live stream saying, man, is Kyle just going to take this to halftime? Is he just going to let this opportunity go? Like, we got two timeouts. 
We got the ball back with what two minutes left to go or something like that. Like, is he gonna just squander this opportunity and then boom, he takes the shot? It it's like he's playing with house money with Brock Purdy. That that's how I see it. Like he's just kind of like he's not like crazy, you know, like um, you know, just doing nuts, you know, kind of situations. But it just seems a little bit looser, like you said, and kind of like McVeigh. You saw McVeigh with uh, Baker on Thursday. Kind of like Baker didn't know what the hell he was doing. He didn't know who the hell was on the field. You know, just kind of it seemed more freeing. I feel like with Jimmy, and this is not a debate show. It just feels like everything has to be, you know, just super strict. I just feel like he's looser on the sidelines. Right. It it seems like there's no script, right? So how many times have you seen the 49ers uh, call a pass play on first down? It's a sack. And then you feel like they just gave up on that drive. We'll try again next drive. That doesn't seem to be the case right now. Now it's like, let's call this play. Let's see what happens. All right. That didn't work. Let's call this play and see what happens, right? Run for a yard. Run for two yards, a pass for a first down. Run for six yards, pass for a first down. Like, it, it's not, you know, one thing didn't go how we wanted to go, and so that's it. The drive is over. Uh, and so that's got to be exciting. The 49ers have put up 30-plus points in consecutive games. Nick Bosa lost his streak, guys. Nick Bosa did not record a sack tonight. I was a little upset about it. He was close so many times, man. He was. So many times. But I think that Tom Brady knew, like, I'm not letting this guy get a sack on me. I'm like, we might not win this game, but every time Nick Bosa got close, he just, he chucked that though. He was not letting that ball. He wasn't going to yeah. bring that ball down with Nick Bosa being the one to do it. So uh, I don't think we recorded a sack all night. If I'm not mistaken, I don't think we I got don't one. think so. Yeah. Well, yeah. hopefully he's, hopefully we're saving it for uh, Thursday. There you go. Um, and then let's talk about the rest of the thing and then we'll bring everybody in for the shots. I know you got to go. I am a little under the weather still, so we will do the victory shots guys. Hold tight. Um, we're going to do the victory shots, and then I'm probably going to go through Kyle Shanahan's presser or parts of it that they actually play because his first couple of minutes were muted. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I realized that, and I really needed to get the uh, – I wanted to hear the uh, injury information, but they that, that was the part that was muted. So uh, we'll see what happens. Um, but I will go through the rest of Kyle's presser uh, and Brock Purdy's presser tonight, and then that will be the end of the show. But before we do, though, Mike, I want to get your thoughts on a couple of other players, man. Christian McCaffrey went out there and had himself a hell of a game, man. Christian McCaffrey accounted for over 130 total yards, a couple of touchdowns. How did you feel watching him playing out there today? I think this team has so many weapons, but he is by far the best one. Because of all the different things that he can do, he's a complete game changer. Yeah. You know, and it's as simple as that. Like, since we got him on the team, it's just the, the office just seems to be rolling. Even mm-hmm. if they start sluggish or what have you, if you can get him the ball in space, he's able – the way he can juke and just get those extra yards when you think he's about to go down, but then he gets an extra five yards or whatever. Yeah. It's crazy. And then, you know, throwing him as a receiver, like that catch for that touchdown was insane. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah I mean, absolutely. thrilled. Every game, for the most part, I mean, he is an absolute game changer. He, he does something that says that's – every game he does one thing where you say – that's why you trade for that guy. That's why you trade for that guy. The, the first game where he throws the touchdown pass, right? This game where he catches the pass, the defender comes in and bats the ball down, and then he still has the wherewithal to not only grab it, but tap that second foot. Mike, man, I'm like, oh, they called it back. And then it was like, no, it's a touchdown. It's yeah, it's just right? you, could, you could just tell that he really puts the work in off the field, you know, at all those positions. 
Um, and I truly believe he's the true offensive weapon. Mm-hmm. You know, because he can do things that Juice couldn't do on his best day, honestly. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. And that's not a knock on Juice. It's just. No, the, not at all. The type not of all. player. That, because, by the way, Juice had touchdowns last week. You know, like th- this team is playing team ball, right? How many times tonight did you say, damn, where's George Kittle? Not many because we didn't need him. We didn't need him. No. That was the beauty of it. You know, I think Kittle had one reception for a loss or something like that. I don't even know how many, how many, like, I, let me see. Yeah, Kittle. Oh, he had four receptions for 28. See, he didn't even feel like I, I recall one. But, uh, yeah, I, I feel like if you're ever going to have a team, you don't want to have injuries. But if you're ever going to have a team that's going to lose multiple players, this is the team. Because they kind of do step in. As much as I feel like, you know, it's going to be a letdown. Just yeah. seems like somebody comes in the clutch. Like if it's Jennings, one game. If it's obviously Debo, one, you know, and all that. So it's yep. just crazy. Yeah, and I and I love the fact that it could be guys uh, towards the bottom of the roster that can give you multiple touchdowns. You know what I'm saying? Like you just said, Jennings, Juice. Those guys will come in here, and all of a sudden it's like, wow, they really stepped up for us. They did a good job. So I like what I'm seeing so far. Uh, Mike, let's talk about the injuries really quick. Uh, we know about uh, Debo Samuel's ankle they, it went from a knee to an ankle uh they're saying they think it's a high ankle sprain um but they're gonna obviously look at it a little bit more and see what happens um i think we dodged a bullet i thought that was season ending i'm not gonna yeah. lie to you the way he was uh holding his knee immediately after the play and then uh him being carted off and crying uh, yeah I, it, it was that part it was the crying his his face not even the cart not anything else not the play just his face yeah. Just look to a lot worse. So hopefully it's, you know, that and then he's back for the, like the first round of the playoffs. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, like Debo, you know, you go out there and you rest up. And then, by the way, I want to I, we don't have to go into this, but I want to tip my hat to Kyle Shanahan's play calling after Debo went out. After Debo went out. I don't know if it was because we ran the ball up the middle less, uh, but the tosses were there. It seems like he spread the ball out. He was already going left to right all game long in the passing game. But it just seemed like it was a little bit different. Uh, and so I want to give kudos to Kyle Shanahan for adjusting um, and not flinching. You know, it, w- it would have been very easy to tuck tail at that point in the game, just reel it in and say, all right, guys, we're going home. But Th- that's what I assumed was going to happen. I thought he was going to play super conservative and just try to get out of there. I, I-, I mentioned it multiple times. Um, and they stayed aggressive. So, yeah, I'm d- definitely shout out to Kyle after that. Yeah, he-, he did He did a really, really good job there. All right, so um, let's uh, – Oh, and then the other the other injury, uh, I believe it was Hyder, right? Kerry Hyder? Yes. It was a big injury earlier on in the game. We lost a pass rusher there. And then uh, Diamador Lenore, I yeah. believe, was the other one. See, this is why I needed to hear this report. I think, th- I think they said he was all right, but I'm not sure. Yeah, I, I know I know. during the muted part he did mention Jimmy G, like he's done, is right. what he said. Yeah. So we should maybe see some quarterbacks coming in soon. Like or we maybe before. they like what they saw from Josh Johnson, who was the <laughs> only quarterback that can complete a pass to our guy who got his first reception today. There you huh? go. The new huh? secret Josh weapon. Johnson was one of two for 10 yards. And then who else <laughs> but the drafted wide receiver and Danny Gray, huh? I mean, this would be, you know, I mean, this could be a good opportunity for him to get some playing time down the stretch, which would be great. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So we'll see what happens, man. We'll absolutely see what happens. Oh, and Gibbons, that's right. Hey, yeah, man. Gibbons was probably the wor- second second worst one. Yeah, Gibbons. Freak, man. So, you know, a, a lot of hits on that defensive line. 
uh, going in there, and we'll be able to tell what happens with uh, players that they bring in to work out. I don't know if you'll see any moves this coming week. It's a very, very short week, uh, and we got a day of travel as well, so we'll see what happens. But going after that, the good news is we have a nice 10-day break right. between games, so uh, it'll it'll definitely help out. Um, all right, so let's get ready. Let's bring everybody in here for these victory shots, guys. Y'all know the drill. I'm looking for the regulars. I'm looking for some new faces. All right, I want to see you guys come in here. Boom, there's the link. Uh, I'm putting it in there. You guys click that bad boy. Y'all come in here and have these victory shots with us. Uh, and in the meantime, Mike, man, uh, any other big takeaways from this game? I mean, you know, we're talking about the offense, 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 offense. The defense is more impressive. How how crazy is this? Two games in a row with 30-plus points, and the defense is still the more impressive side of the ball. Yeah. I mean, it, it's – this game, I just keep thinking about the performance by the defense. They just absolutely shut them down. Like you, you take away a couple plays, like the one that got called back, the Evans touchdown. Besides that, I mean, I didn't feel nervous at all, actually, during right. the game. Right. So – yeah, and shout yeah. out to Dre uh, Greenlaw. He killed it today. Yes, Dre Greenlaw. Let me. All right. So let me ask you this question: If you only had one game ball to give out, don't think about the past, don't think about the future, past opportunities, future opportunities, none of that. If you only had one game ball to give out today, who would you give it to? Not Purdy. Anybody. You, but you only got one. Not an offensive one. Not a defensive one. If you could only give out one, who would it go to? I'd have to give it to Purdy. I'd have to. I mean, if it, just the way that he stepped in, he seemed like he's been playing all season. You know, and okay. and he was the better quarterback today. I mean, that which is wild to even say out loud, and I might not tell that to people I know, but yeah, he he looked great. Um, oh, you know, other than him, Greenlaw was was great uh, yeah. as well. So I would say yeah. one of those two. I, w- I would definitely have to give it to Greenlaw, man. I-, I felt like Greenlaw was playing like a man possessed out there. He was a part of 15 different tackles, uh, the turnovers. Um, I mean, he had the interception. I- uh, who caused – he didn't cause a fumble, did he? No, but he was uh, – it was Aziz that recovered the fumble. That's who it was. Aziz recover- uh, recovered the fumble. But Greenlaw was just all over the place today, man. Um, and what what a- what an enforcer on defense. You know what I'm saying? This guy was a big-time enforcer on defense. I absolutely loved it. All right, guys, we're going to give you guys two more minutes to get in here. I see Steve down there. We're going to give you guys a few more minutes to come in and take these victory shots. All right, guys, if you guys are coming in, I'll po- I'll post that link one more time uh, for victory shots. <laughs> All right. So you guys click that link. You guys can join us for victory shots. I'm going to get this one. My man, Steve, I've been I've been waiting for Steve, man. That's my guy down there. I see you, bro. Um, Tara Dome is going to be popping in here. I know. There he is. All right. I'm uh, going to get my people in here. So we'll uh, we'll do that in a couple more minutes. Um, this defense, they still showed some vulnerability in the secondary, I think, right? I don't think any of us per- expect perfection. I don't think any of us expect them to, you know, not be – uh, not allow a catch or anything like that. But, man, it seems like they, like, often, like, get burnt. You know what I mean? Like, we got saved by that flag. It seems like they often get burnt. Once a game. I mean, I'm saying yeah. often. 
but it's once a game. So they, let me let me be clear here. It doesn't happen often in a game, but it seems like every game it happens at least once. Is that a big concern for you, Mike? I mean, it's not if they're going to shut the defense down almost for the remain or the offense down for the remainder of the game, you know. Okay. But it, yeah, you don't want to be going against like the Chiefs. We saw it in the Super Bowl, right? You know, those chunk plays over and over, you know, those breakdowns. Right. That's kind of what I thought was going to happen in the Dolphins game after that first play. I was like, oh, here we go. But they seem to settle down typically after a big play. In this game, we got lucky because there was a call. But um, overall, I, overall, I would take it because we could be in a worse situation. Oh, because the last yeah. thing we want to do is have Purdy have to – Outduel, you know, big time quarterbacks and big time offenses. That's the last thing we want to do, you know. Yeah. So, uh, you know, once we got a couple scores, I mean, we knew the defense was going to bring it at that point. And Brady just, he probably wanted to get the hell off the field at that point. Once we went up by like, 21 nothing, he was like throwing it at the ground. Like he was just trying to get it out of his hands so he could just leave. So, yeah. yeah. All right. We're going to start popping some people in here. I think I got two guys down there right now. I'm going to bring them in here. Let me change the thing here. Boom and boom. All right, we got my guys in here. I'm going to take the link down in the comments. All right, guys, so before we take this victory shot, I got to get your guys' thoughts. Oh, wrong one. Uh, I got to get your guys' thoughts on the game, man. Uh, tell me how you guys are feeling. We'll start with Terry Dome, and then we'll go with Steve. You know why I'm at, Mike. Defense. Are you rocking chains over there, bro? Oh, Hold up. Boy, I got to turn. Let me, let me back up for you. Let me back up for you. Yeah. Let me back all up for you. That, that's not personal there. That, that's a little something I picked up in Baltimore. And that's something I picked up out in in in, in, in uh, 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 San Francisco, California. Show you right. Show you right. Let's Amen. go. That's called a turnover chain, Mike. Look, I, you know, I gave a lot of... You and I came into almost blows in reference to our defense in that shutout in the New Orleans Saints. And I'm just a defensive man. I'm from the great state of Virginia. Can I get 30 minutes? Amen. In the great state of Virginia, we got more sacks and more yellow jackets than most states. Let me throw some names at you. Charles Haley, Gladys, Virginia. Bruce Smith, Chesapeake, Virginia. Cam Chancellor, Virginia Beach, Virginia. Lawrence Taylor, Williamsburg, Virginia. Round here, we play defense. And I know when you got a smoker out there, let me go biblical a little bit. Let me go biblical. In the first, uh, first Samuel, the 16th chapter, around the 8th verse, there's something that says God looks at the heart while man looks at the outward appearance. When you was coming up playing little league football, when you was getting down and, 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 and getting into places like Bethlehem and Hotchkiss and all the little league terms, when the, when the older cats saw you hit somebody, they said that little man got heart. That little man got heart because God looks at the heart. And when you play a defense, you got to come with your heart. This is all about the defense. That's what's going to take you to a championship. Now, sometimes 
three Fs might happen to mess up your uh uh your your shutout. As my my cousin is calling me, I think he see me online. Uh oh. There are three Fs. They're flukes. They're flags, and mm. there's field position. Mm. Sometimes fluky things happen. You might bust the coverage here and there. You might do something a little weird. Sometimes the referees help you out with the striped shirts. They give you some phantom calls. They give the other guy phantom calls or whatever. And then the field position. You might have did your job, stopped them on fourth and one, down at the one, and now your offense goes three and out, and they're on a short field. So there, there are three Fs that can mess you up. Mike, in a pass-happy league where everything is slanted for the offense, Ooh. every rule is given to the offense from defenseless receiver, which the GOAT behind me, Jerry Rice, never had, which – Joe Montana never had. You can't hit him here. You can't hit him there. You got the San Francisco 49ers out there balling like nobody's business. Tell and if you hold Tell the him. greatest that ever did it, and, and, and I want to pay respect to Mr. Tom Brady. I'm his biggest fan. Maybe I, I, I'll argue with Skip Bayless. He's he's my number one from day one. I've been down since 2003. I said, I look at the heart. That guy got it. I, I know when you got that dog in you, I, I see it because I recognize it. When you hold him to seven points and you got him frustrated on the sidelines and throwing tablets and cussing people out, bruh, he done been there since before the towers went down in New York for 22 years. That man looked flustered and flabbergasted on what D'Amico Ryans and Fred Warner and Nick Bosa and Talano Hufunga and all the great ones we got out there. Shout out Moody. You better say Ford. Gibson. You better That's say Gibson. Gibson. Uh, yes, you, sir. You, hey, we so deep. We deeper than Atlantis. It's all about the D. You got a championship D. I don't know how, you know, this 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 season may turn out. But I know one thing, boy. Them 11 that roll out there in, in gold and scarlet, which are great Christmas colors. I put some on Twitter if y'all want to see it. <laughs> Those ones that roll out there in that gold and scarlet, boy. I see something beautiful. I see something great. It's all about the defense. I'll yield my, my time to the rest of you. My man, Steve, man. Listen, bro, I know you like to keep it short and sweet sometimes, but listen, I want to hear your thoughts, man. This was an emotional game for a lot of people. We didn't know what to expect from Brock Purdy. Some people were overconfident. Some people were too negative on him. What were your thoughts, and how did you feel about the overall performance of your team today? The overall performance? Absolutely Fucking loved it, man, because it took Tom Brady uh, a little over, um, it was what, over, uh, he had to throw twice as more throws to get the same amount of yards. Yep. And yep. for this defense, and, you know, to hold, hold that man to one touchdown, incredible. I mean, in fucking credible. 
because uh, you know we're we're one like we, we nine or stop that touchdown from happening. It's the second shutout of the season. Like it's and that's that's something that yeah it's it's beyond words. It's it it goes like my my respect is out there. Yeah. I feel you. And if we're going to be honest with ourselves, Steve, they gave them that touchdown. We saw the replay. We saw the slow motion. That knee was down, and that ball had not crossed the plane. But you know what it was? That was a Tom Brady gimme. They they they, yeah. they took a touchdown from him earlier. They were like, guys, let's just go ahead and give them this one. You know what I mean? This could get really ugly. And with them giving them the touchdown, they still took our shit off of TV and said, nah, nah, only the local people can see it anymore. We're going to switch yeah. it to the Seattle and the, and the, and the, and the Panthers game. That's, they even switched it out after that, Steve. So I, I'm with you, bro. They didn't want us to do it. They didn't yeah. want us to do it. Yeah, like, yeah, you know, and I'm not – I can't remember if the uh, Niners had any challenges or at that point. Yeah, they, they probably did. But if, if they challenged it, they would have had to go back and look at it and show it on replay, wouldn't they? Well, the thing, I don't think you could challenge it because it was ruled a touchdown, and so it's automatically reviewed. I don't think you could throw a flag okay. on top okay. of that. Uh, right. I think you get like unsportsmanlike or something like that if you if you try to challenge a challenge. So. Right. Uh, but yeah. But I mean, they, I think I still think it was just a gimme. I think they they looked at yeah. it and they were like, guys, let's just give it to him. Yeah, let's just and, give it and, to him. And, and that's one thing I don't like about today's NFL. Depending on who it is, like saying, uh, "Yeah, okay, let's let's just give it to Brady," like because it's Brady. Like, yeah, I don't like that about today's NFL. Oh yeah. Yeah, but that's that's been a part of it for years, man. That's I know. that's not a new rule. That's not a new thing, man. There's there's been favorite calls all the time, you know, all for years. So that's that's yeah. just what we got to deal with. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Now, well, let me see that shirt you rocking over there, man. That looked different. I didn't see that one before. Okay, is that the long sleeve joint? Yeah, yeah. Let's go, let's go baby. Nice. That's, that's nice. About, that's nice, man. bro. Thank I you. I like that. I like that, man. It's almost got like a hockey kind of feel to it with the stripes on the. Right. On the sleeve, on the arms there. I like that, man. Okay. All right. Y'all ready to take this victory shot, man? What 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 we doing tonight? You got your wine over there? What you, what you got over there? I got, okay, okay. I got a little something, something. All right. Steve, what you got? What you got tonight, bro? Uh Jack Daniels fire. Okay. Oh, there you go. And you guys know what we are over here, man. We got to do the gold bar. Gold bar. Oh, man, I'm still doing the one with the catch. You know what I'm gonna do though, Mike? I figured out what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna get the regular one. And just refill this and bottle. Pour it in there. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just going to refill this bottle. Smart so. man. Hey, Mike, Smart man. Mike, <laughs> and Mike, how much was that uh, gold bar with the catch on it? Free 99 for me because I, we, <laughs> well, they sponsored, they sponsored the show. They sent it to us. What do you want me to do? Say it again, Mike. Say it again. How much was it? Just ask. No, no, no. I don't, I don't know how much it was. They sent it to okay. us. Okay. Mike might have a better answer for you. Do you know in why? I'm not sure, honestly. Well, I think the bottles are the bottles are normally like fifty bucks, like the normal ones, so probably a little bit more. Wade, you ready? You ready for this victory shot, Wade? All right, let's get my man Wade in here. Also, we're gonna take this victory shot, guys. Let's go ahead and pour these bad boys up. How you feeling, Wade? Feeling good. Got that victory today. <laughs> yeah, baby. I'll say I jumped in. Uh, I hadn't jumped in here before, but uh, 
Tara Dunn being from Virginia. I'm repping over there too. <laughs> That's it, baby. 804 right here. 757. Hey, all day long. VA, baby. Wait, you gotta you got I think you got the stream playing in the background. You gotta mute it or something. We're getting feedback. Hold on, I, I had to mute him really quick. Wade, you got to turn down. There you go. I think you got it. All right, you good? There we go. All right, guys, let's go ahead and throw these shots back, man, to the Niners. Six wins in a row, baby. Salute old Mike with the nice shot class. I saw that, Mike. My man taking shots out of an edible arrangement glass. Is that what that was? I'm I'm on it. I'm I'm seeing y'all tonight. I'm seeing how y'all getting down. I see I see the signs y'all throwing. Wait, you said you're representing from Virginia. How on earth did you become a 49ers fan, man? Growing up in Virginia, <laughs> uh, there was only the Redskins and the Cowboys is what everybody Ooh. was a fan of. <laughs> Panthers weren't around back then, and uh, it was in the '80s, so it was Montana and Rice and. Roger Craig and Ronnie Lott and all those guys. So that's who I roll with. The dogs. The dogs. Okay. That's what I'm talking about, man. That's what I'm talking about. That's it, Wade. You hit you hit all that, brother. You hit all that. <laughs> yes, he did. That, that's beautiful stuff, man. Mike, I know you said you had to cut out early. Is there anything else you wanted to say before I let you go? Because I'm gonna get into the uh I'm gonna get into the pressers and things like that. Uh, no, I'm just excited to uh, keep going. You know, Thursday can't come soon enough. Uh, hopefully we do get good news on Debo tomorrow when they run through, you know, more tests and everything. Um, just overall, I feel I feel good. I'm impressed by Purdy and the defense again. So, Yeah, no, they, they did a really, really good job, man. Uh, I'm try- I was trying to stall to see if the 49ers would upload. You know how they, like, they break down the pressers after a while? They usually get the clear audio, but I don't think they did it. They, no, they they still don't have it. It's just a live feed that's still up there. So, see if, oh well. See what Tom Brady said. See what the goat said. Because oh. it, it it it's my it's my want. It's my desire for him to say, "I've been playing this game. I've been a pro since 2001. That's the best defense I ever saw in my life." Oh, he's not going to say that. He's, when he's, when he, he say that, I I know. It's just affirmation. I already know it's the truth. It's not. It's not the truth, though. It's not the truth. Yes, it is. You think this is the best defense he has played in twenty years? I haven't seen nothing like this since the Baltimore Ravens in two thousand. That's the best one that's been out there. That is it. That's the one right there. I'm telling you what it is. I know it all. I've seen it all. I've seen the 85 Bears, Mike. Wait. I was born in 1970. I just want to make sure. I've seen the 2003 Buccaneers. That's the best defense <laughs> he has seen. That's the best one that's out there. We're that's shutting not- them down in a pass-happy league when you can't, you can't touch the quarterback, when you can't touch wide receivers, when you can't touch them up. That's the best defense that's, that's out not, there. I that's not what I'm asking want you. my affirmation. That's not what I'm asking. Hold on a second now. There's a difference. There's a difference in the best defense he's ever played against in a game versus this is the best defense this year. Hey, Mike, you can equivocate. You can justify, you can testify <laughs> all you want. I know them 11 dogs that line up out there are coming like uh, Christmas. 
that's the best defense I done seen in about 20 years. Say what you must, say what you need to. That's it right there. And they can take us to a Super Bowl. I think that Tom Brady's been shut out before. It ain't I ain't talking about shutting out. I'm saying when I look out and see Tylenol Hufunga, Gibson, when I see Fred Warner, when I see no holes in Greenlaw, when I see uh, uh Bosa up there, when I see Ebucom, when I see Omenahue, and they all can get there in pursuit and do and do what's fundamental for football. You have to penetrate, you have to pursue, and you have to persevere. That's the defense you need out there. That's the one. That's the we one I call it. up. We got it, don't we? Don't yep. we got it? We got, got it. it. <laughs> Let's go, Mike. Man, listen. I'm not going to hold you. I'm not going to hold you. You welcome to stay as long as you want. All right. I'm not. I'm not rushing you. I'm not kicking you off or anything like that. I'm going to start breaking down these pressures, guys. If y'all want to drop out, that's cool. Y'all can go ahead and drop out. What we're going to do, though, I'm going to drop this background, and I'm going to put. Uh, where is my window at? Here we go. I'm going to put this one on. We're going to change the other background. Let's change it to uh, that one there. I like that one. And I'm going to uh, do a screen share with this presser here. So if you guys feel want to drop out, you guys feel free to go ahead and do that. I'm not booting anybody right now. Um, let me see here. All right. And uh, I'll post the link one more time. If there was anybody that came in late that wants to do it, the link is in the chat. All right, so you guys can see that there. Uh, let me uh, do the screen share with Kyle Shanahan's presser. Unfortunately, they, like I said, they blocked the beginning of it, so we missed it. We have to start from here. All right, I'm going to run it back a little bit, and you guys let me know if you can hear it, all right? Well, I know you should have got that one back. Oh, there you go. Hesitate. I think he threw a touchdown on the next play, which is real cool. Um, but it was real impressive how he played. And got got to that point in the game, so we didn't put him back in. Okay, good by then. Did you have the full game plan in? I mean, everything that you do, he could do? Uh, yes, we always have the full game plan in. Full game plan is the game plan. <laughs> all right. So, all right. I'm pausing it here because <laughs> game plans, game See, this is this is what this is what happens when you're afraid to upset Kyle. When you're afraid to upset the players, you ask a question that, for all intents and purposes, should be a good question, right? Yeah. But you're tippy toeing around it, so it sounds like a dumbass question when it comes out, right? The game plan is the game plan. Of course, it was a full game plan. What you wanted to ask was, were there any limitations on the plays that you could call <laughs> Brock Purdy's inexperience? You know, like, why True. Why do they act like they can't ask Kyle these questions? True. True. They don't want to make him mad, man. They want to stay in good. I, I know. Well, I know. So you'd rather sound like that. He laughed at you and was like, what? <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. The game plan is the game plan. Yeah. I right. The game plan of course, is. it's a full game plan. What are you talking about? Yeah. All right. I, maybe, maybe, I'm, maybe I'm going too far. I, all right. Let me. No, let me no. You're right. You're right. Plans the game plan. Was everything available? Uh, yes, I mean, definitely. I mean, it was the week before too, and um, with Brock's skill set and what he does. I mean, don't have a ton of design quarterback runs and stuff, but 
Um, maybe we need to move pretty well today. <laughs> Tell by how the Bucks played defense and what they what their approach was uh, in trying to you know, make Brock prove it to them. Um, similar to what they do. Um, what they always do. I mean, they mix in a lot of pressures, which, but they do that in every game. Some are to stop the run, some are to come after the quarterback. Then they mixed up a lot of zone coverages too. So um, there was no real theme of the day. Uh, they mixed up a bunch of stuff and uh, he had to go against everything. So uh, he did a good job with the variety of things he saw. Um, no, I mean, he, he was great throughout the week. Um, you know, I think the week even made you feel better. Um, just the, the three practices we had, just getting a lot thrown at him on Wednesday and coming out and just getting better each day and the way he handled it. And, um, no, he gave us a lot of confidence throughout the week. He pulled a place where he was able to kind of avoid pressure and then step up and make something happen. What do you think kind of all the pressure he saw last week helped him with that this week? Um, I mean, I, I, he's played a lot of football in college and he just got to play his first NFL game last week. And then he did the same stuff today. I mean, he's, he, he reacts and runs around and makes some plays and that's how he was in college. And that's how he's been so far and in, in the league. And, um, when you do that, it's how many good plays can you make without making the bad ones. And, um, he's done that really well so far. What did you say, what did you say to him in the headset after that first snap that he audibled out of a gut sack? Um, wrong audible. <laughs> that you were impressed by Purdy. We could tell uh, in preseason. I think you told the team, some of the TV box crew at what for a game that you were one of the most eager you've been to see a third stringer with him. Is this, I mean, obviously the two quarterbacks are ahead of them, you know, and they've been hurt, but how eager were you to see this and how exciting is it for you to see it develop like this? Um, I mean, I was really eager to see it and, and real happy for him. Um, I mean, he's shown all of us this a bunch. I mean, it's not in, out in the games, but just how he's been since he's been here, he's, he's been extremely consistent. He hasn't had many too, too many ups and downs. Um, he's always, you know, in the preseason, he had a fight just to get each to get more reps every day. And um, we didn't go into it expecting. I mean, he would have been our number two going into this year if um, we didn't get Jimmy there at the end. Um, and we didn't expect that going into it. And for him to be able to do that and win that job was impressive. And um, then just him going out now, I'm just happy that um, he was able to go out there and perform at the level a lot of us thought that he was capable of. And I mean, I know the players felt that way, the coaches felt that way, and guys played really good around him too. And uh, I was just happy for him because um, it's kind of what we see from him. All right, I gotta, I gotta ask, the, I gotta ask the room, gotta ask the panel: Are we buying what Kyle just said? Purdy was going to be their backup if they didn't get that deal worked out with Jimmy. Now, we remember what happened with Sudfeld, right? I mean, I it's adding up. Like, was, was he really that confident in Brock Purdy from the beginning? I, I think so. I absolutely do. I absolutely uh, believe him in this case just because otherwise I feel like he they would have ran out this week trying to try out every single quarterback possible. It would have been like the end of the season. Um, he seems very confident, Brock. So I absolutely believe it. Yeah, I think so too. I think that I don't think you can underestimate the fact or the experience that he got as a four-year starter in college. I mean, I think that's that's big time. I mean, you, I mean, you don't get a, a quarterback coming out of college too often that was a starter for all four years. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm going to have to echo the sentiment. 
you can just tell by the plays that were called and and how you know too often we're, we're looking for things to disqualify a guy but mm. but i'm always looking for three things i'm looking for three c's in a quarterback i'm looking if you have command if you have control and if you have confidence and when brock purdy got in there against miami how he was canning plays changing plays checking out of bad stuff moving people along all i heard this week in practice was he was telling people hey shut up i'm talking in huddle um hey get, you need to move up debo you need to move up on this one i see the throws spreading them in there and i and, and confidence builds the more you're there to invite mom and dad out today and all your friends i i got a little something special for y'all come on out that's confidence this kid's got it man this kid's got it. we're we're looking for him we're, we're trying to disqualify him on everything he's small he's a seventh round guy he's Mr. <laughs> we're trying to disqualify him guys you got to look at what you got I see a capable cat right here he's capable he's very very capable and he's gonna keep on showing it and showing it with those two little fingers he's some guys just got it and, and 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 we don't got a whole other guy that got it and Kyle did Kyle did something very similar him and his dad very similar in Washington back in the day they drafted a big name big prize name RG3 but they came back and they got Kirk Cousins later in the later rounds and because he they felt like he had it I really think they think that Brock Purdy's got it, man. Ooh. He, he, I think he got it. <laughs> so let me. All right, I got I got PA in here. I got Ronnie in here. All right, guys. I'm hoping that y'all are here to take victory shots because I'll take another one with y'all if y'all. Hey, oh, nice. Hey, Mike. I got oh. you. I got go. you. Pour them up. Let's pour them up, fellas. Let's go. <laughs> I got about. you, Mike. You do. You in for another one, Mike? Yeah, I'm down. My man Steve is in. Let's go. TB, you in for one more? I'm uh, down like four flat tires on the old Buick. <laughs> we got some uh, tequila here tonight, boys. Some tequila. All right. We got some tequila. Ronnie, what's, what's your poison for tonight, man? Man, I, I drank too much already. I just have a little, <laughs> little vodka. That's it. I hear okay, you. All right. Cheers to you, man. Cheers to you, right? Now, Manuel, Manuel is in here, but I don't see a, I don't see a picture from Manuel. I don't want to, I don't want to bring him on if we can't see him. Manuel, can you get your camera working over there, bro? Manuel, I can't promise that I'm going to take a third one, man. I, I'm not feeling too good, guys. So I can't. I'm already sweating. Oh, over come here. on, Mike. Don't be no punk, man. Mike, I'm I hear you, Mike. Like you play offense, I, man. I feel like the whole state of Pennsylvania got sick over the past two weeks, like Bro, with the flu. You have COVID, no. This COVID is kicking my. I, I think uh -oh. it's, it's flu and COVID, but let me tell you, man, I've had chills. I'm sweating. My. Bro, I woke up in so much pain. My, I had goosebumps and they were hurt, hurting. Like the sheets on my bed were touching yeah. my skin and it hurt. Like I was, I was bad. My family bad. just went through the same shit. The kids had it, then they gave yeah. it to the wife. I've been sleeping in like separate buildings essentially, so I don't get that shit. Yeah, it's it's no <laughs> joke, man. I, I am going through it over here, man. It, it, it's well, bad. Hey, 
I hope that whatever you're taking a shot of clears it up for you. So, yeah. Well, here, here's here's to one more man. Another 49ers victory. I don't know if you guys can see me. I'm up at the top, but here we go. Yep. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Going back Cheers. Here. Cheers to Purdy, boys. Cheers to Purdy and the Niner boys. Ah, that's right. Ah, Purdy. That's right. They call him the right. Brock the Glock. I done heard B Rock. <laughs> I done heard he's he do the Purdy shuffle. Hey, hey, just real quick, how about us having a coach that could like call a game plan throughout the year for three different starting quarterbacks? Like it's just mm-hmm. insane. Mm-hmm. You know, it just blows my mind. Blows my mind. And this isn't his first time doing that. You know, he did that. He did this multiple times now, which is kind of why it's, it's surprising that he's like, all right, we're just gonna ride this thing out with Purdy and. And Johnson, you know, because we've gone through so many quarterbacks throughout his tenure here. You know, uh, his first, his very first year here, it was Hoyer, Bethard, and then and then uh, Garoppolo. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then the following year, it was it was Garoppolo. Then it was Mullins, and I'm, I'm sorry, Bethard, and then Mullins. He's yeah. done this over and over and over, time and time again. I'm so, hoping he doesn't get to four. I know, dude. Do you feel, Mike? Do you feel like we've I? I do. I forget about that. And I feel like um, I almost like judge him too hard at some points. It's like this dude's a joker sometimes, but like, then you sit back and think like he's designing so many different game plans for so many different styles of play. It's just like, no wonder yeah. why his beard was completely black. And now it's like, like salt and pepper now. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's stressful, <laughs> you know, and then people say, Oh, well look at his record, look at his record, but look at his record when he's, playing with so many non-quarterbacks that aren't his guy. You know what I mean? He's been, uh, you know, uh, Terry Dome just spoke on it. One of the big C's is confidence. A lot of those guys are playing timid. They were too afraid to mess up, you know? Brock is out there, and he's just letting it rip. That throw down the field before halftime to Brandon Ayuk, come on, man. Like, you, there's not a lot of guys out there taking – I don't even know if Jimmy – Takes that shot. I know Nick Mullins on the See, Mike, right there, right there. I think that's why a lot of us is like, we we're not haters of Jimmy, but we judge him on not taking that throw because we'll watch all twenty-two and be like, dude, okay, for the time that's at, just take it, man, take that throw. But he never took that throw, and that's why we never hated on him. But we're just like, it's a judgment on him, and say. We understand why you got to go and search elsewhere outside of Jimmy is because of reasons like that, you know. No doubt, PA Niner, yeah. PA, no doubt on that. And another thing is this: I heard, and 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 Brian, uh, Brandon Ayuk is not one to mince words. He was talking last week in an interview. It was like, uh, I don't know if it was Richard Sherman or, or whomever it was, and he said, "Man, after the game, Brock Purdy came to me." And he said, hey, hey, man, I, I know I missed you on this one. I know I missed you on that one. But but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get it right, and I'm going to feed you, dog. I'm going to feed I, you. I saw yeah. that. I saw that report throughout the week, man. You, you've been on point all night with what, everything you're saying. Um, I, Don't I, gas him up. Don't gas him up. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, adjust your hat a little bit bigger, brother. Adjust your hat just a little bit bigger. <laughs> you want the big head. 
Like, <laughs> they have a Thursday night. Wait till Thursday night. I'm going up there to Geno Smith, and I'm gonna show him what's all up out there. You going to the game? We gonna put it on Geno, and they lost today too. And, oh yeah, we get ready to close this thing out. We get ready to sweep it. We get ready to do it. I love it. I love everything. Out. Come along for the ride. Come the along Niners for the can ride. clinch on Thursday night, guys. How beautiful oh, 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 is that? Oh, oh, oh. Hey, I'll be I'll be here watching, sipping my PA beer. Oh, yeah. You know? PA in the hizzle. Yes, sir. You got to love Yingling. Yingling from all the way East Coast here, man. Yeah, Yingling is that. Yingling is the deal. I love it. I love it. Hey, hey, Mike. Yeah. um, I almost forgot to ask you. Um, If the Niners do clinch on Thursday night, and we should, can you uh, postpone the uh, victory shots till like Saturday or Sunday? (laughs) No. Because I'll be working till eleven every night. Listen, well, I tell you what, I, we'll I, won't them. I won't postpone them, but I'll do some special ones when you when you're available. How's that? All right, sounds good. We, listen, I'm doing fireworks and everything if we clinch. I'm talking about pissing off the neighbors. It's going down. It's going down. Like, <laughs> are you Jer- Mike's a Jersey guy? I think so. He's definitely pissing off everybody East Coast. Yeah, he. They don't oh, yeah. care. Yeah, them Jersey folks, man. Okay. Oh, let me give it this way. The, the comments expressed by Mike do not necessarily reflect those of nothing but Niners. <laughs> Let's, go, hey, uh, Let's go. I might have missed it. What's the What's the latest news on uh, Debo? I was kind of driving one. We yeah, I so I was. I know Kyle went over it, uh, but they, he didn't say it in the presser here. Uh, at least the audio didn't catch. But they were saying it's a high. He thinks it's a high ankle sprain. It's not a knee injury. So that's that's good news. Yeah, he's still going to miss a couple six, of weeks. Six to eight weeks that the high ankle sprain, man. I had one in high school. I don't know how guys get get out there. That thing took me three months to feel decent with. It's it's amazing how these guys can get back. You know, obviously the state of the art trainers. Okay. Yeah, some some dim, you know some. Some okay. bit of drugs so and everything. But to bounce off that, um, do you feel like oh, uh the next couple of weeks we're gonna see some two hundred yard all purpose yard games from uh McCaffrey? I feel that right now. Also, Juice, like Juice is that guy who could just kind of bounce in right there and kind of not fill in the Debo role, but fill in some certain plays for the Debo role to, like, confuse uh, defenses, right? Yeah, I, w- I would like to see them uh, re- depend on some more wide receivers to do wide receiver things and then depend on some of those running backs. Like, you got they, – they inactivated TDP tonight. They they activate Coleman. Coleman didn't get a single touch. What was the purpose mm-hmm. of that? You know what I'm saying? So I think, gonna... I think Coleman, Coleman was there to take up the slack on uh, on special teams because like Phil Jackson in 1992, give the ball to Jordan. Dude. Jordan Mason. He is Mason special. He's going to be the guy who will take up the slack and can, can really be your uh, in-between-the-tackles guy. Uh, this guy's got he it, is special. He can, bend it he, can, he can bang it, he can bend it, and he can bounce it. This guy's Again, they need to give him the ball earlier, though. Yeah, I don't know that they the ball do. earlier. I don't know. I, I I can't see the pictures are so small. Um, I don't know who was saying that, but uh, do they need to? Because 
I love how they pounded with McCaffrey in the beginning of the game. And now all these boys on the defensive side, no matter who we're playing, are like, oh, please just let it end, you know? And then we gave it to Jordan near the end, and you're like, holy fuck. We can't stop this dude whatsoever, no. you know? The, I reason, just love, the, the reason why I say that is because, watch, one thing that we 49ers are dead afraid of is you run him too much and injury. He's come so close to getting injured so many times, you got to split it up. But here's the deal, uh, man. Here's the deal. You can't play a game. Yeah, you can't, see you me, can't but play I'm a game show. that you're going to be afraid to get hurt. And that's – I mean, I, I, I feel like we heard um, – Kyle say that in a couple pressers when he almost lost to the Lions what two years ago or whatever he's like I'll never do that again because he almost lost that game but isn't it amazing to watch when you see McCaffrey McCaffrey dominate like that and then you just throw in George and it's just like oh and then you see a Tampa Bay defense who's what McCaffrey on rushing tonight McCaffrey had 119 yards on rushes tonight. And uh, that was only on, I think, 14 carries. And then my man, Jordan, get a ball to Jordan. He yeah. went for 56, and he was averaging 5.1 5. a carry. McCaffrey went 8.5. 8.5 a carry, man. Hey, if I don't care if you Jim Brown. We giving you that ball, 8.5 a carry. Hey, you hot. You doing it. You can't do nothing. I see my man Wayne Breezy. What's up, baby? What's good, baby? My man. I love What's that, dude. I love good? Breezy. What's good, y'all? Um, so when Jordan touched the ball, it, I guarantee you it was loaded boxes in the second half. And this dude's like, you're not going to take me down. I'm still going to fucking hit five yards carry, most likely. Yeah. Like, we are so blessed with running back somehow. Like, I've never seen a front office be able to pick – dudes that way you know and like look at the dolphins obviously you're like huh we'll just take these undrafted dudes like that and it's like as a niner fan um i don't know we're just blessed we're blessed right now as niner fans we give the dolphins our throwaway guys we're, we're, well yeah, well, yeah dolph- <laughs> dolphins are dolphins are 49er light right now hey, um, hey we, we say you can go ahead at we can go ahead at we got thoroughbreds in the back of that that's that's Pretty amazing, man. Yeah, he stayed stacked with these running backs. We gave Philadelphia running back uh, Eric Sermon, and he was all that coming out of right. you know out of the right. Ohio State University. Uh, sorry, Mike, but Mike, I gotta <laughs> ask Mike a question real quick. So, uh, as far as receiver wise, who, what's who's in your mind to kind of like fill in? Do you think uh, we'll see some more action from Kittle, or do you think like they'll try to push? I, another name. I, I honestly can't think of one at this second. I mean, look, I mean, everyone's going to be wondering, so we might as well just discuss it now. Do they do they put a call in the OBJ? Do they see, you know, now here's the question. I didn't even think about that. Sorry. I'm sorry. No, it's all right. It's how long is this injury going to be? Now, Trent Williams had a high ankle sprain, but he only missed, what, three or four weeks, right? He wasn't He's a robot, gone. though. That's a Terminator, so you can't yeah. really count. So we got we have to see the the, the grade and – how significant this injury is going to be for Debo. Uh, and we, we won't find out until later on. Uh, but it might not be. We might have dodged a bullet. We might have dodged a bullet. He might only miss a couple of weeks. And if, if that's the case, then I want to see them make it work with who we have here. Involve Jennings a little bit more. Involve Kittle only had two receptions tonight, right? Like, or four, I'm sorry. Kittle had four receptions. Uh, but, like, 
when, when do they even happen? Like, you know, you didn't get that same spark and that same emotion. We weren't leaning on Kittle the way that we have in the past. It's okay to lean on these guys. That's why they're here. That's why they're getting paid the money that they're getting. You know what I mean? So it's okay to lean on them in, in those aspects. We don't have to just go out and grab somebody else in free agency or so sign someone off the streets or anything like that. You saying, like, lean on them reminds me we used to do that shit when um, we didn't have Debo, like the Debo we know now. When Okay, remember that Denver game with Nick Mullins? They went, like, off with him and Kittle, right? And also – I feel like Jawan Jennings, you put him in that kind of Debo role. I think he he is his build and his attitude. He could do certain things like that. If you mix him and Kittle, like I don't think we could we'll lose a step like we did like two years ago when Debo went down. You know what I mean? I could be yeah. wrong there. I mean, you guys could tell me I'm wrong. But like yeah. you put you give Kittle five more receptions a game. You give Jawan Jennings, who's a beast, and like his attitude is amazing about like everything. Honestly, he would be a super. He would be number one on so many other teams. Um, and then you have Christian McCaffrey just rolling out every now and then. Like that's the key. It's just when, disgusting when add, the amount when you add of like CMC to the to know. the mix. You you're you're always in the game because that's going to be your primary. And then. Catch and guess down. what? We got Juice. Go, Juice just to go, do some random shit and score a touchdown. You can go X receiver with Brandon Ayuk, who's already pretty much established. You can throw Danny Gray in there to for the supplement. Or you can go with McLeod. And on that third receiver, I call Jawan Jennings the calculator because you can count on him on third and three. Solid. Solid hands. He's a dog. He's a dog. And so, if it ain't there, you got CMC. If that ain't there, hey, look for Kittle in the middle. You, we got good problems. We got good problems. And let my man Debo heal and be good to go to the playoffs, right? To the playoffs run in the playoffs, and don't nobody want to see me coming. That's the Dallas Cowboys. That's the Minnesota Vikings. That's for everybody who's listening. You don't want to see this coming. The Eagles, all of them. The Vikings, let them know. Eagles, let them know. They those, gotta deal with it. They gotta deal with it. USFL, you still making that shirt? XFL, I, I sure am. I sure am. How much? It's coming. It's co- I. I don't know. Yeah, I gotta see what they tell me. It's, it's gonna call, depend on the colors and everything. So we'll okay. we'll see what they tell me. We'll see what they tell me. Now I'm gonna get I'm gonna get back to this presser, guys. Sorry, guys. Where... Yeah, no, I was just talking. My bad. No, no, no. You, you're good. You're good. Don't worry about it. You're good, man. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna start playing some more of this presser. Let's see what the rest of Kyle Shanahan had to say here. Jumps out at you when you when you look at how your 49er defense did against them. Um, I'm so proud of those guys and just you know, first of all, you got to take away all the other stuff, so you don't give them that many freebies. And you know, they they almost had one with the hell of a play that they had. It was a three man rush. It looked like Tom just went all the way across the board and just waited long enough for the zone coverage to break down. Um, but besides that. I mean, our guys to get turnovers versus him, which is as hard as any quarterback there is. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when he starts to get into that, when he's down and you know he's going to be throwing at each play, he's a really tough guy to stop um, and to keep him out of the end zone all those times, even when he was kind of trying to take it over with the two-minute type offense um, besides the one that we did give up. Uh, that was very impressive. And just how many guys that went down throughout the game on the defense and just having to adjust with that and um, those guys be able to still finish it because we didn't have any people left. 
I did earlier in the week. Um, I was really concerned about it earlier in the week. Um, you know, anytime you, but as the week went, um, felt a lot better about it on Friday. Um, you say that? Last night was the best I had felt, and um, it was good to see him out there. Did you count at all? You know? Our vacuum. That's not being a jerk. That's just a fact. Um, of, yeah, any any time that you're up a lot, you go back to any scars that you have. Um, so I do the math a lot. I know um, he came back on us when we were up 25 going into the fourth. Um, I also know versus Detroit week one last year, we were up 41 to 17 with a minute 58 left. And they had the ball 41 to 33 with 20 seconds left on the 25 yard line going into score. Um, so I always do the math right to that to feel fully comfortable. Um, I thought the, the 41 17 was kind of an anomaly. Um, but I definitely didn't feel good with Brady. Um, I mean, I saw him do it to the Rams last year too, or two years ago in the playoffs. No, that was last year. So you always got to be careful with him. The consistent running game that you guys have been looking for. Um, I mean, yeah, we're always looking for 200 games. Um, I mean, it was nice. We broke some big ones. To me, that's the difference. Um, we broke some big ones. I thought we did decent on third down, especially there, I think, in the first half. Um, but when you break those big ones, uh, that's what really gets the yards going. And um, we managed, even when we had some bad runs, I thought we still moved the chains when we threw the ball and were able to stay out there. See on some of those outside runs, the outside runs haven't always been there this season. They, they were there today. Does it have, does it have to do with the, the fronts that? Uh, uh, yeah, I mean. A couple outside ones that we called that weren't there and we lost a lot of yards on and there's a couple that we called and I know we got the one on Debo scoring earlier. Um, you know, but they're, it just depends what they're doing. And so they got to hit at the right time and um, had a couple good looks on it today and a couple of the long ones were inside runs too. About how you were, everybody was kind of almost in shock at halftime that Jimmy going down. Was it similar with Debo today or was there, was there more of a sense of optimism this time? Um. I, I don't think so. I mean, um, I, I mean, everyone knows how much Debo means to us and stuff. And um, but you know, halftime's so hectic, and it was awesome to finish that half with the, with a the score. Um, come in, you got eight minutes or whatever it is, and um, so now we didn't really do anything that differently at halftime. Uh, after he, after Brock got hit on the first play, came back right with three more throws. Is that by design beforehand, or is that? Let's see what Kate has or show the other team. Um, I mean, we do it. We do an open 20. We do script the first 24 plays and I get off that a ton. Um, but I don't think I did till whatever the first third down was. So those were all part of what we were going to do. And it's just a tough first play, but it ended up being probably a better first play because he got us a 15 yard explosive on it. League has any potential to sideline him Thursday? Um, I mean, I wouldn't say it doesn't. You never know how those act up. I mean, he was able to finish the game today and stuff, but we got to see when he comes in tomorrow, you know, when the drilling wears off and things like that. We even have to address the team. Like, everything that we want is still possible, even with two quarterbacks down, or do you just assume everyone knows that already? I think everyone knows it already. I mean, the game last week helped. Um, 
and it helped a lot. You know, that was a big game last week, and to lose Jimmy so early and Brock to come in and show everybody um, that he was capable, that that makes you not have to talk about it much. If you sit there and you talk about it a lot, that to me, then you're trying to convince people, and I don't feel any need to try to convince our team. I think what they've told you guys um, after the Saints game and with um, or the Miami game, and what you guys heard from them all week is, is truly how they feel. All right, thanks, guys. All right, thanks, guys. All right, so we found out there at the end here, Brock's that, got an oblique. Uh, he's got an oblique injury, all right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's going to be something that we have to pay a little bit of attention to. Um, that's an abdominal strain, an, an abdominal muscle, uh, and that's going to affect a lot. That's going to that's gonna affect, you know, how he throws and things like that, and uh, it could be – it could be significant with breathing and things like that. It, it depends on what it is. You know what I mean? So um, let me see. Oh, Manuel, are, are you still in here? He's, he's yeah. dark. Can you turn your video on? I think his video is. Do it, Manuel. Do it. Oh, I can't do it. <laughs> I can't do it. I love you. I love you. I could take a shot, but it doesn't count as taking it with me if I can't see you, bro. Hey, I'll do one. I'll do one. I'll do one. I'll do one. I'll do one with him. You do but he's trying to turn on the camera. I can't do it. Yeah. <laughs> I can't do it. I tell you what. I'll take one in honor of you anyway, man. I'll take Hold you up. at your word, all right? Hold up, Mike. Hold up. I got to hit up Gold Bar. My cup does not does not run. It I got to I got to give me a bottle of that gold bar. Yeah, man. Yes, sir. Yeah, put the link. All right, in, so right. not letting them do it. But Manuel, do you have your do you have your shot over there? Yep. What you taking, man? Jack. What is it? Sounds like he's having a hell of a time. Yeah, he's having a good one. Big victory. Look, Manuel, you're on the screen. I can see your name. We're going to throw this one back for you, man. Victory at its finest. You be safe over there today, okay? We love you. Cheers, brother. Jack Daniel. All right, here we go. Oh, yeah. All right, I heard that. There he is. There he is. I heard that. Hell, yeah. Any thoughts on the game, man? Anything you want to share? Oh, bro, it was a lovely fucking game. Oh, sorry, my language. It was a You're lovely right, game. I loved it, everything about it. My pretty bust that move. I can't get any better than that. Rock Purdy out there making things look Purdy. easy, man. He's out there having a good time and just doing and his damn thing. you know what? Tell you the truth, I think he played better than Trey Lance. Oh, there shit. it is. There it oh, is. Shit. Jeff Wilson oh, yeah. Jr. Yeah. the ball. Reek Hill picked it up and ran it in for 60 yards. Hey, I don't know what's on my video cam, but, like, I got my little brother here. Where I got an own new pad. And my cousin, both of my cousins here. I'm trying to go live with y'all. I told my brother, come on, come on. I was like, what? But, you know, we got our victory shot here waiting for you guys. And I'm trying to get on get on. But I don't know what the cam is going on with it, but, like, I'm glad you got me on and I can hear you, but it's all good. I got my family here. We're yeah. doing the Victor shop with you guys. Hey, hey, much much love to you and the family over there. Thank you guys love for you. joining us. Love you. 
Hey, man. You know, he's safe. Not the dark. It's all good. You guys are awesome. <laughs> Mike, I got, I got a question for all, you. All day long over here, my pet. All day long. Love it. Not a game. Not, Not a game. game. All right. Hey, listen, you guys be safe, all right? Oh, yeah. We're at home. We're going... We're golden safe, brother. Hey, oh, okay. I appreciate you, you allowing me to be on the line with y'all. I appreciate it. I love you guys. I watch all you guys. Every time you guys are online, I watch. I, I'm on it. I'm on it. I appreciate it, man. Next time you come on, though, you got to get that camera working, all right? I, I, I Honestly, I'm on my cell phone, so I don't know what it is. I'm on my cell phone, dude. I'm on my cell phone. I don't know what it is. I can't get on. It's all right, man. Next time, all right? I uh, thank you. I love you guys. Love, hey, much Mike. love, man. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Hey, Mike, I got a question. Shoot, go ahead. Um, so I, I, I listen to Rich Eisen a lot, and uh, he brought up this during the week. So it's not like my question. I'm stealing. Um, if if Brock Purdy goes and wins a champion, like you know the dance, right? What happens with the Niners? Do we obviously Jimmy Jimmy's contract is done, right? So what do we do if Brock Purdy takes us to the promised land? You know, this is all like no serious talk here. Like I don't know what's going to go on in the chat here, but like what what like what in your mind happens? Do we re like bring Purdy back as a starter, or since we spent so much capital draft capital? on our young man do we bring him back as a starter and have him learn and you know it's it's only going to be an issue for people who have to create headlines all right kyle has made it very clear that this was trey lance's team he even said it tonight that brock was going to be the backup right now i didn't hear it so that's how kyle has always been too by the way yes Right. He, he made it very clear. We didn't think we were going to be able to strike up this deal with Jimmy. So Brock was going to be our backup heading into the season. We thought we always thought that he was capable, blah, 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 blah. Now, here here's the flip side to it. Right. People are going to say, oh, well, this guy didn't. He's got more playing experience and all that stuff. This is Trey Lance's team, Make which no I love. I love it. that. And we even have a small sample to go off of. Think back to the year that the Eagles won the Super Bowl. Carson Wentz was a starter. He goes down. Nick Foles comes in. He wins the Super Bowl, and they go right back to Wentz the following season. You know what I'm saying? So that's what happens. You don't lose your job due to injury. It's going to be a headline. It's going to be stories all over the place. They're going to be arguing on social media. No matter what, as a Niner team. Well, didn't Alex Smith lose his job due to injury with the Niners? Alex Smith lost his job to that with that concussion, and they never gave him an opportunity to come back. You're absolutely right. Now, That's Jim, that was Jim. Yeah. You also could fart, and that would be news for his fucking next two weeks with the Niner organization. Right. And I'm not. The flip side, though, is this: right with Alex Smith, you guys got to remember that Jim Harbaugh inherited Alex Smith. That yeah. was not a Jim Harbaugh pick. All right. That was something that he came in and boom, here's your quarterback. He picked, though, Colin Kaepernick. Colin Kaepernick was Jim Harbaugh's guy all along, and he wanted him to come in here. And at the first chance he got, hey, I'm never looking back. So that's the difference. 
you guys got to remember Kyle Shanahan in this regime picked Trey Lance. So just, just think about it. Now, if we do win it, that'll be another record that the 49ers can say that they own. The only rookie quarterback in the NFL to ever win the Super Bowl. Right. Okay. If he so goes out there and does that. Now, so, I'm not going to hold you to anything here, Mike. Like, yep. Um, because uh, I love your thought process on 95% of your shit that you say. Wow, um, that's a high percent. You should tell that to Teradome because... Well, no, you and me, you. dude. Like, I'm watching a lot of your shit, and I'm like, uh, during the arguments, because most of the time you sit quiet, and you're like, wait till someone... Anyway, that's for another time. Let's just do this. Uh, okay. Uh, random party wins it. Okay. What do we do with Purdy in the following year? He's our backup. What do you mean? Okay. Straight up 100% backup. What How many? The, what? Okay. So since we drafted him, what's his contract look like? Can we keep him or no? Yeah. I he, don't know that. That's where my is, knowledge drops off. No, it's all right. This is year one of four. He's on a rookie deal. He is, he is literally the cheapest rookie outside of being an undrafted free agent no doubt he's literally the cheapest rookie under contract yeah. because of how it's all scaled he was the last yeah. pick in the draft he's so, gonna call nothing in you fact can, you, hey you can milk that pony until i love um perfect exactly Terodome. Ahead, i love pterodome yep. i think that says stephen fox i yep. apologize i'm not pronounced that right but um these two i love the excitement because uh as a Niner fan, can we be sitting any more perfect right now as, like, you know, can we be? And see, that's what people in this fan base tear me up about. And you know what? Wait, wait, wait. Let me let me not say the fan base. Mike, that's clear. why I love you, bro. Oh, no, wait, wait, wait. You can, um, let me be very clear with what I'm about to say. It's not the fan base. It's, it's, the, the, it's the content creators, right? We want to say stuff that's so um, – it's it's so uh, what's the word like hot takes and and we're and not into that, bro. Right. So yeah. here, here's here's the truth. This Outlandish, team is sad. audacious. Right. Audacious, this team can make a run. Salacious. We have a shot at winning the Super Bowl because we're going to be in the dance. Right. We got a shot. If it happens, instead of us saying, you know what, guys, we got the best quarterback situation we have. Right. As soon as the Niners drafted Trey Lance, I said it. I said, hey, if I'm the Niners, I try to restructure Jimmy and make him a backup. We immediately have the best backup. I don't remember that, but that does sound like it would come out of your mouth. Yes, it does. <laughs> I, I, I said that. We would immediately have the best backup in the entire NFL. We would have the best quarterback room. And then now one of our weaknesses becomes a strength. That's exactly what I said. Why on earth would we look at it as any type of other way if Brock Purdy were to be able to finish this thing out for the rest of the season? Why would we look at it as important? Oh, we got to trade Trey Lance. Why? Boy, He's on a rookie I, deal too, brother. Brother. All right. I, all right. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I apologize. I interrupted. I apologize. Going back to the Trey Lance deal. Going back to the Trey Lance deal. Let me. Let me. Let me go with this. It makes a difference when you have the guy, uh, a backup that everybody loves. That everybody wants to to be in there. That everybody kind of when, when Trey Lance would go to work, you feel like somebody's breathing behind your neck. It changed the whole dynamic with Jimmy G 
still in that building. It does. It did, and it always will. Hey, Mike, look, I'm telling you. If no, that's not Mike. Right, no, no, hold on. Ella, let me get this off. Hold on, man. Hold on. Hold on. I apologize. I apologize. Brady, I'm sorry. Tom Brady felt some kind of way with Jimmy G up in the building, and he had to go upstairs to Mr. Bob Kraft, and this is documented. If he felt that way, what do you think a new dude who just got drafted from, was it, North Dakota State feel like? And then never throwing a down. Hey, man, you got that dude in the building. Hey, he need to go. He went to Bob Kraft and said, hey, hey, uh, Bill Belichick is showing this guy a little bit of favor. I, I need you to get him up out of this let me, building. Let me go know ahead. when Wait. I can respond. Go ahead. Okay, go, Mike. Go. Here's the difference between Tom Brady and Jimmy Garoppolo versus Trey Lance and Jimmy Garoppolo. For the Niners. Tom Brady was already there, and they drafted Jimmy to be his heir apparent. Jimmy Garoppolo was here, and we drafted Trey Lance to be his heir apparent. Those are two very different things. Jimmy Garoppolo came onto a team. You the franchise quarterback. No. You the franchise no. quarterback. I get and that. It's supposed to be your team. I tell yes, you what. Sir. I tell you what. When when uh uh, what's my man at Philadelphia Fields? Just, no, uh, no, no, hurts. hurts no, I'm sorry. Up up in um up in Chicago. Field? That's, that field, yeah. Yes. They didn't keep that starter around anymore, did they? Didn't they let go of that guy? So you uh, can't, you can't, you, you, no, sir, no, sir, no, sir. You hey, can't. I tell you this too. I tell you. Well, let me throw this one at you. when yes, when sir. Mac Jones hit New uh, New England. No, Mac Jones. Mac Jones is a Mac disappointment. Jones, Mac Jones is a disappointment. Won't Cam Newton up out of that building? No, 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 no. Cam Jones has a broken shoulder, unfortunately. From carrying the carry line football team. What did Jimmy G? Won't he coming off a of surgery? Wait, come what on, y'all. No, 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 no. That's not the same scenario at all. No, sir. That's not, same, that's not the same scenario at all. Cam went in there. They had a competition. Thank you, Cam Mike. Was still, Cam was still on the roster, and he then had a broken Matt shoulder, hurt. though. He had a, his shoulder was this, not right. Cam Newton was gone when Mac Jones started that season last yes, year. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay, yes, that's sir. all I'm saying. When you got the guy, you, when you got the guy, what's it? The guy when you done traded up and you done mortgaged the franchise on that guy, you unequivocally say you are my dude. I'm rolling. Which I tell you what. Wait, 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 wait. I tell you. They what, said what, that. How does Mike they, McDaniel? How did Mike McDaniel handle Tua? They said he, that. He went to Tua and said, Tua, you my dude, man. You my dude. They what? said that with here. Hold on. Hold on. Don't worry about? about the backup situation. Let's it's take a pause. Pause. Can we pause? Can we pause? Go ahead. What are we talking about right now? Honestly. I, I, I you lot, I'm a slower individual maybe sometimes, but uh, what are we talking about right now? Are I'm we talking about the this was a bit this was a bit mishandled? This was a bit mishandled from jump. No, no, you we no. thinking that Jimmy G was great to have in the building. I think we didn't all think changes the whole dynamic changes if you unequivocally Mr. Salaciously say oh, that Trey Lance, oh, you're my guy, by. and that's it. Mr. Jones, we couldn't get rid of him. But he, and he, and he hung around and he hung around just like just like the old girlfriend that wouldn't go away. 
They and went away. The, the old girlfriends went away. The old girlfriends went away. It's the time. No, 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 no. I don't want to say your name. I'm sorry. I'm just. I'm operating ahead, my cell phone here. Go ahead. Go ahead. We got you. Go ahead. Um, I I, I kind of have to disagree there, man. Um, your argument is was amazing, though. And, and, by the way, and I will I will agree. It was impressive. You, but then we'd all be wrong. But go ahead. <laughs> I I've been called wrong a lot. Ask my wife. But um, uh, I I think the way this front office has worked anyway is there's no favorites, no anything. I mean, look at when, um, like, our second coming <laughs> of Christ was when we drafted him, you know? Uh, we watched him play a couple games, and then the whole fan base is like, he ain't it, he ain't it, he ain't it, you know? And uh, it's just like, let the, let the man play a couple games. He's a very young man. Give him a chance, you know? And then um jimmy g came back in like as niner fans we are i want to say besides i don't even want to say it actually because i'll whisper dallas cowboy fans those bums you know um we are one of the most judgmental fan bases of all time because we judge every move we make but uh we have to say the moves that John Lynch has made to make our team better. You have to say as a baseline is amazing. Come on. You got to, no matter what our quarterback situation is, you got to be like, this man has put us in a better position. So I've been a fan since uh, I'll tell you this. I've been a fan since 1991 and I watched the 1994 Super Bowl team. And I watched the loss of our football team in Afghanistan when we played the Ravens. So, but this football team I've been watching the past couple of years has been the most impressive team I've ever seen put together from a GM. And you can't admit that like John Lynch as a GM come with obviously Kyle. Cause he's like, I want this guy for offense, whatever. But John Lynch builds his team defense team. And with D'Amico Ryans, it's it's going to be one of the best teams of all time in Niner history. Going to be one of the best teams, you know? So, like, I, every time I see this team on TV, it brings a smile on my face. I'm sorry, you know? Like, no, you're good. Because no, all listen, these teams me, are, oh, me, I'm sorry. Me, I'm rambling. I'm sorry. No, you're good. You're good. Let me put this quarterback debacle to bed really quick, all right? So this is this is what happens with this fan base. We're passionate. We all think we're right. And we're also naive all at the same time. The naivety right. allows us to, to listen to a headline or read an article or hear a podcast and say, oh, shit, they're right. It allows us to not stand firm in our own thoughts. Yes, right? sir. But yes, sometimes sir. the answer is given to you on day one. You just choose not to listen. From the moment they traded up, they said, we're taking a quarterback. We don't know which one yet. Right. Reports came out right away. Kyle actually likes Mac Jones. We said, no, he doesn't. You don't trade up that much to get Mac Jones. Right. Fast forward. They draft. They draft Trey Lance. Kyle later confirms a whole year later. I was high on Mac Jones because that's where we were looking at where who was going to be available at the time. But then once we moved up, it allowed us to look around. 
Then we saw Trey Lance and we said, he's our guy. From the moment they drafted Trey Lance, John and Kyle both said, this is Jimmy's team. Lance isn't ready yet. There is no quarterback competition. Not my words, not my opinion. I remember that. You said that about 100 times. I remember that. Words of the GM and the head coach, right? All of us said, nah, bro, you don't trade all that up to let a guy ride the pine because we know better, because we do all these mock drafts, because we've been GMs before. We all sat at home and said, you don't trade up all of that to bench a guy. That's what we said. When the truth of the matter is, they said Lance has 13 games of experience in college. This is a complicated playbook that he needs to learn. We're going to let him sit for a year. It is not a competition. And we started that season, what, three and five or something like that. And they were like, oh, my God, are you going to switch to Trey Lance? And he said, no, Trey Lance isn't going to play until we think he's ready. They stamped that from the moment they drafted him. But all of us watching 49ers football, and including myself, I am not above this. At a certain point, I was like, nah, this is bullshit. Like, y'all got to put my man in. But they were very clear from the moment they drafted him. The season ended. The season ended. And they said it's time to move on from Jimmy. Not my words. I'm sorry. Not my yes. words. Yes, their words. Yes, it's time sir. to move on from Jimmy. They said it's time to and move on. And they tried. And guess what? They, wait, wait, Terry Dome. Hold on. I'm not done. And they tried at every turn to I trade this guy. Then he had that surgery. And then they said, oh, we can't get rid of him because now he's got to be clear first, or we got to pay him all this money. Da 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 da. da. And then in the in, in the twelfth hour, in the middle of the night. Jimmy and his camp said, you know what? We'll stay and be a backup. We'll redo this contract. Yeah. Right? And Kyle and John, after the contract came out, (laughs) after the contract came out, they said, this was not a deal we thought was going to get done. So, Trey Lance is still our starter, and Jimmy is our backup. And we're on the third pick right now. That was two years in a row with Trey Lance on this roster. That was Mm -hmm. two years in a row. Without a quarterback competition, we were the only one saying, yeah, but there's something else. Oh, but Trey Lance is looking over. He was never, I repeat, he was never looking over his shoulder because they told us what it was from the very beginning. Hey, Mike. Mike, you can tell everybody anything. I can tell you, I got got $500 million (laughs) waiting for you. If if you're not cousin. Well, if you will send money to your Nigerian cousin, I have $500 million. But until no. you do something, until you have the substance. Of no, Mike. No. The I say, Hold on, PA. Until you have the substance. And show me and show me that it is as you say it is. Until you get Jimmy G out of 4949 Centennial Boulevard, which is where the 49ers are in Santa Clara, California. Until you get him out of the building, he's still here. He's still here. He's still talking to huge check. He's he's still talking to Kittle. He's still hanging around. The reporters are still seeing him. Everybody's still seeing him. Until Jimmy he's that guy. Jimmy ain't that guy. Hey. You ain't did nothing. Baby, say hi. Oh y'all, hey, how you doing, baby? Forty nine is one, but we're still debating. But Love for you. the sake of argument, I'm, I'm going to rest on my defense. 
because that's the only mindset—that's the only mindset I can really get. D'Amico Ryan's and my defense. Hey, we got a victory tonight. We beat him, and we beat the goat. He for his homecoming. We spoiled, we spoiled his homecoming. Hey, D'Amico Ryan's. D'Amico Ryan's. He did an awesome job. Shout out to CMC for 119 yes, yards, 8.1 to carry. Let's yes, go ahead sir. and get another. Let, let's go ahead and turn it up one more time. If, if you could, let's turn it up one more time for the victory tonight and the Seattle Seahawks loss. Thus, <laughs> he knows where it's at. He knows where it's at. Let me hit the applause on there when the Seahawks when the Seahawks lose. I love it. Turn up. Get one I like, okay, I like talking. I like I like talking with uh, Mr. Teradon. Mr. Teradon. Um, I like. So, okay, Mike just laid out a beautiful laid plan there, right? But see, and, and, the, and the thing with Niner fans is we know better than what we were Bro, told. I know. It's I see, I know. So I remember even this, right? I remember um, – this might sound weird. I was only allowed to watch, like, football – when I was in basic training, like when we lost against the Giants, like week to week, okay. Where'd you go to basic training? Where'd you go to basic training? I went to uh, Fort Benning, Georgia. Who? Yes, sir. Fort Jackson, South Carolina. I went to Benning for jump school. I'm, I'm, I'm a, a, a real airborne paratrooper. Oh, okay. I, I exit the flights. I exit in the night while the flight is still going, baby. I get, oh, down, I get down. I get down. Yeah, love airport. it. I, I love it. I love all those fucking stories. I love all right those stories, too. I love it. Um, so I left. I left. I left Fort Benning. Um, the week the Niners lost to the Giants. And then my second biggest heart loss was when the Niners lost the Super Bowl. But uh, anyway, um, well, what, which one against Kansas City or against uh, the the, no, he's Ravens. Talking 2012, the Ravens, brother? The Ravens in 2010, right? 2012. So, was it 12, 12 or 13? Was it 12? Well, it was the 12. It was the 2012 season. The, the yeah. actual game. Yeah, it was like four o'clock in the morning in Afghanistan. And um, I watched just uh, them throw the football twice to Crabtree. And I'm like, just fucking hand it off to Frank Gore, brother. Yeah. You know? We would have won that game. And now you see all this news come out about bullshit, how it's rigged, which I don't believe. But anywho, um, what are we even talking about? Jesus Christ. No, 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 no. But the Niners so, won tonight and the Seahawks lost. I celebrate. I, yes, sir. Yes sir. yes, sir. I do want to hear um, Rock Purdy's presser after his yes. first start. So we're gonna we're gonna play that. Fire it up, Mike. Fire it up. We're gonna wrap this thing up. I gotta find it because oh, here he is. Is that Brock right there? This kid doesn't even. Wait, how old is this? Also, how old is this young man? I saw a picture of him. He looks like sixteen. He's twenty-two <laughs> years old, man. Jesus. He's twenty-two am... years old, and Tom Brady's been in the league for twenty-three years. That makes us win so much better. Fuck that the old bitch. First rookie, <laughs> the first rookie to ever beat Tom Brady. Yes, sir. I, I've been I've been relaying that message all week. I'm like, yes. oh, Tom Brady's never. I'm like, he has never played Bob Purdy, does he? 
No, no, no. Or the Niners. No. He's already played a bunch of bitches. Not Brock Purdy. Or the Niners. Like, All right, so here we go. We're gonna we're gonna yes, play sir. this video here. We're gonna watch this and uh, we're gonna wrap this thing up. All right, guys. All right, here we go. So that's playing. Rock Purdy is coming to the podium. Let me remove the little 49ers logo from the middle of the screen. Well, I apologize about this. See, I timed it all perfectly. I know y'all think I'm crazy, but uh, get that off of there. Listen to Mike. This dude, there he is. this dude's got plans in his back pocket more than you know. What kind of emotions are you feeling right now? Man, I'm just I'm I'm just excited that we won, you know. Um just to do what it takes to win. Defense played great, offense did their thing, and to come out and, and win in a crucial part of the season, um, especially going into a Thursday night game coming up. Um, just very excited. So Yeah, yeah, it was a it was a hard hit. Um I, I was in the wrong play actually, so that was on me, but honestly, it felt good to sort of just get hit and uh, just feel like I was in the game and I was like, okay. So, um, sort of turned out to be a good thing. Kyle mentioned you're dealing with an oblique injury. What's your level of concern? Yeah, I mean, we'll see how, how it goes this week. Um, just felt a little tight at the end just from taking some hits. Um, but honestly, man, like if I needed to play throughout the rest of the game, I definitely would have. So, um, going to get some treatment on it and, and be ready to roll. During the game, there was a viral picture of uh, clip of your dad kind of getting choked up and crying after mm-hmm. the first touchdown. Um, have you talked to him, and just what does it mean for your, your Yeah, family? Yeah, um, I saw them right after the game and, and just, you know, the emotions on their face and uh, the way they looked down at me from up on the railing. Um, man, it just means a lot because the, the ups and downs of playing a quarter, playing quarterback in general, you know, high school and college, they're the people at home that just believe in you and they always see the best in you. And so um, they believed in me, even though I was the last draft pick and all that kind of stuff. Like they were, they've always been telling me like, you're good enough and, and we know that you can do it. And so to see them after that performance uh, meant a lot to me. And so very blessed to have them as my family. The last week, like the practices, even last night, I mean, did you feel it or was it like a normal week? Yeah, I mean, just the reps at practice and all that kind of stuff, knowing that you're the guy going into the game, um, that was a little different. Other than that, you know, my emotions and everything, just my hotel room, studying last night and all that kind of stuff, it's, it was all relatively the same. Um, and then when we found out, you know, we're getting the ball uh, to start the game out, that's when I was like, okay, like, this is getting real. Well, let's go. And so that's why I'm saying, like, to sort of get hit on the first play, it's sort of I sort of liked it. But other than that, um, you know, it was just a, it was another football game. So, all those pressures last week and got got a fair amount of them today. How did you know last week's experience kind of help him recognize those things uh, the second time? Yeah, um, obviously last week they did a lot of zero and just heated me up. Um, you know, Tampa Bay did their thing, like we studied them up and whatnot, and we knew that they're going to pressure at some point. And um, so, honestly, to have a plan going into the game of what we're going to do that helped a lot. Where last week it was, you know. When Jimmy was in, we didn't think Miami was going to heat him up as much. Once I got in, it totally changed. So we were sort of on the sideline like, you know, we got to adjust. And so having a plan helped out a lot. Um, the week of preparation was great. So that's sort of just how we went about that. You're able to, to make the miss. Is your mindset of to look for a big play in that situation? Or did it just kind of happen that way? Yeah, I mean, just in the back of my head, it's, you know, make the guy miss. What's the play still? Where are guys going to be? And then if, you know, I'm on the run for good, like it's, 
you know, who's the first guy I can see open and, and whatnot. So definitely talk to our guys. Like I can scramble and do different things off schedule. So always look alive kind of thing. So um, I thought the guys did well with that today. Spencer Burford fit in so well with this offense and this team. Yeah, he's awesome. He's, um, I think, just athletically, you know, blessed and gifted. Um, he's got a great heart. And I say that because he's not like this guy with a big head or anything. He's very humble and he goes to work. And you could see, like, he's just got a motor and, and wants to win. And so, um, as a rookie to step in and get thrown into the fire, you know, like he has all season and he's done, a, I thought, I thought he's done a great job with it. And so, um, We've got a lot of older guys on the team that, you know, rally the young guys and keep them moving. So he's got a a great support system in the offensive line room. And um, what he's done this year, I think, has been has been amazing. So he's a dog. Sorry, was there ever a point where it seemed a little surreal when you looked up at the scoreboard and then you looked and Tom Brady was on the other side of the field with such a lopsided score? Um, I mean, honestly, for me, I just kept telling myself, dude, this thing ain't over with that guy on the other side of the field. You know, I just wanted to keep putting up points on the board however many times as we could, um, knowing, you know, this dude's made all these comeback, crazy comebacks in his career. So I didn't want that to happen in my first game, you know, as a starter. So, um, you know, the whole time I'm like doing my thing and stuff, not looking at the scoreboard, um, knowing the situations and stuff, but um, also respecting who's on the other side. Didn't, didn't want to give him a chance at the end. So. There might have been some chance, but I think today was yeah that was that was wild to hear the whole stadium saying it like that. So um, man, we got some great fans out here, man. They they love this team and um, they're they're right behind us all the way through. So very thankful for them. So. Man, yeah, it was surreal just standing there like, man, that's Tom Brady, you know, talking to guys and and dapping guys up and stuff. Um, so to him to just to have respect for what I did today was pretty cool. I'm not going to lie. So, you know, being a little kid, watching that guy kill it throughout all these years, win Super Bowls, and then to be able to just even, you know, give him a high five or whatever at the end, I thought it was pretty cool. So thanks, guys. Wow. He gave us a lot to think about. A lot to discuss there. Um, you know, one of the biggest things I want to I want to start by giving the faithful that were in attendance a round of applause, knowing that this kid's whole family was there. This young man's entire family was there. And they start chanting his name, right? I'm not going to say that's the moment of his life. I have no idea what he's been through. He said, they asked him, you know, you in high school, four years as a starter at Iowa State. He was like, yeah, there was some chance, but this was different, right? On the same night that Tom Brady, the greatest of all time at that position, I'm saying that as a Niners fan. Y'all can argue with your mama about that if you want. But I'm saying for that to happen on that night, on that field with your family there, that's going to be a moment that lives in his memory forever, forever. So shout out to the faithfuls for showing him that support that he needed. Shout out, big time, big time, big time. Good for him, man. Yeah, 
that, that, that's the moment of your, Mike, that that's 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 stuff we we are in the backyard dreaming. Come yes, on, sir. No, Come on, you're, yes, sir. you're in Santa Clara, California, playing the greatest that ever did it. And right. y'all can y'all can try to argue with me if you want to, but I, I got the stats and the in the rings to support it. Hey man, and your mom and dad in attendance, and his dad was moved to tears, man. His dad was serious, bro. You know what that does like to see a dad get emotional yeah. over their child like that? That's it. Come oh, on, see. bro. Come on, bro. Yes, sir. That was special. That yes, all I that moment right there. Yes, sir. It was just special, man. It was special. So shout out to the faithful. Hey, and he got a little brother on the way. I've been checking the stats of Mr. He's, he's coming up, right? Chubby Purdy. Chubby yeah. Purdy looks okay. Looks okay. Just saying. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. So I think Mike's kind of close by. We we all got like snow out out here and shit, dude. To deal with tomorrow and like, what part of Pennsylvania? I got a lot of rain. Our remote reporter, PA Niner fan, day seven. <laughs> Giving you the giving you the weather on the eights, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> what were your uh, your biggest takeaways from the Purdy uh, presser? He Terradome put a couple of them in here that I, I was thinking of, and then he he put them in there. Uh, what were some of your guys' biggest takeaways? Let's go with uh, let's go with Steve first, um, and because we haven't heard from him much, and then we'll go to PA, and then we'll go back to Terradome. Um, biggest takeaway, uh, I would have to. <laughs> on, that, on that particular interview, it, it kind of reminded me of um, an interview I saw with Jim Kelly from the Buffalo Bills when he said, I, I enjoy getting hit. It wakes me up. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I like that. I like that. You know, and we've heard other players say, you know, I'm in there. Well, I watch a lot of boxing. And really good boxers with with good defense, they say sometimes I got to get hit to know that the fight is real. You know, it's not real until I get hit a couple of times. You know, uh, so I, I understand where you where you draw that correlation, Steve. But you know, in that same comment, you know, uh, that same exact answer, he was talking about how I was in the wrong play. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Not that a blocker missed or you know the right. protection didn't hold up the way I thought it was or. Uh -huh. I was in the wrong play. Yeah, he, I was in the wrong play. Yeah, accountability. Sponsored. Right? Yes, sir. Yep. Yeah. I like it. And like and it. as anyone should, like when you're in the wrong, you take responsibility. Man up. Stand tall in it, right? Yeah. Yeah. So Holy that's shit. that's my biggest takeaway from that. Like it's I like it. Yeah, it, it reminded me of, of that interview with Jim Kelly. Very good. I like that. I like that. PA, what you got for me, man? What was your biggest takeaway from the Brock, the Brock presser there? Okay, I'll start. I'll start like uh, kind of previous from that Brock presser. Um, how many times did we watch Jimmy games where we weren't angry at Jimmy games? Oh shit! But uh -huh. we watched Jimmy pressers, oh, and then we were angry at Jimmy pressers. <laughs> right. And tonight we watch a Brock presser, young man, an individual who hasn't really lived life yet. And we see him be like, just kind of cool and chill during the presser and be like, this is my bad. This is my, I could learn from this. 
you know? So how can we build off of that? Right? I'm not trying to start anything at all. Oh, no, no, no. You stirring the pot. You got a big this young man. Okay. I'm not. I'm well, I am kind of old now, I guess. But anyway, um, this young man comes up, does a game like that against the GOAT, right? How many times did he say I? That I I mean, I listened to it. I don't think I heard it many times, right? You know, how many times do you blame other people? It was Not the many. I for the negatives, and it was the we for the positives. Mm-hmm. Right. Dude knows what he's doing with that. That's what you want to hear. That's what you want to hear, man. And um, how many times that? So for me, and I think with I, I kind of think me and Mike are on the same wavelength here. Um. We watch Jimmy play. He could play like whatever, but like the pressers is what sold his play. And like he comes up to the presser and he'd be like, mm, off. We'll just say off. Okay. I'm not going to dig into that, but we'll say off. And you're just like, this dude, come on. This dude. Guess what? I didn't feel tonight. I never said this dude. You know, right. come on. That's, that's all I'll dig into that. But, you know, Mr. Bra, party, you do this. And if you make mistakes and you say, hey, I made a mistake, that's all I look for. Just like I messed up. Yeah. You're you want, good you in my to, book. You know, you want to see guys own it. And what's funny is I think the press thought that was going to be a, an awkward situation for him. Right. Because they asked Kyle about it. Also, he went out and made an audible and they were like, oh, well, what'd you say to him? And Kyle was like, I said, wrong audible. <laughs> like that was that wasn't the right one. And then they asked Brock about the same thing. Now it was the hit, you know, and it was like, yeah, I was in the wrong play. It it doesn't have to be awkward. It was one play. We won the game. We dominated that game. This doesn't have to feel weird to discuss. I messed up. That's all I want to hear. That's all I've ever wanted to hear is like, hey, um, you don't have to literally say, hey, Ben Logan, I messed up. It's just like, you know what, boys and girls, Maybe I made the wrong call, you know, like just once, which I've never heard come from Jimmy Garoppolo's mouth. I don't think I have anyway. No, nah, I don't. I think you might be right. <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard that come from his mouth either. Just once. First off, here's 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 a stupid reason for me wanting to hear that. You are way too handsome not to say you fucked up. Like, dude, like, come on, let's go. <laughs> everybody's gonna forget that you messed up at least once you know just say it once that's all i've got to hear you know all of us men are out here struggling and you run out there you're a quarterback for a pro team and you can't admit you fucked up once (laughs) that's it that's it. Okay. That's all I got to say. All right. All right. Dome. I, I got to get your thoughts, man. You, you, uh, you typed in a couple of good comments. I posted some of them in there. Uh, what was your, what was your, what was your biggest takeaway, man, from, from this young man? First and foremost, uh, to, to piggyback on, on Steven and PA, man, accountability. That's leadership. That's, 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 uh, we, we have a core 
when you're going to become a non-commissioned officer in the United States military, you go to primary leadership and development course, PLDC, or they call it, call it warrior's course now. Hey, own it. Own it. When you take ownership of something, even if somebody else in your squad messed up, that's, just, on you. Hey, that's on me. That's on me. I got you. I got you. That's on me. Because you own it. You're the boss. I yes, own sir. it. I own it. Don't sit around and try to shirk the responsibilities, man, and be yes, like, well, you know, like, uh, uh, remember those uh, Budweiser ads back in the day with Leon <laughs> on them? And, and, and Leon, they said, Leon, you fumbled three times. He said, hey, if they would have got on it, we would have been, <laughs> we would have been oh, all right. <laughs> nah, I don't remember those ads. That's you wild. That Leon, was an actual ad. Nah. I'm gonna send you some Leon. Leon used to just blame everybody else. Leon can't do it, baby. <laughs> <laughs> he used to talk to, about himself in third person. Hey, Leon can't do it, baby. Y'all gotta get. Y'all gotta be better. Uh, That's wild. <laughs> knowing you're the guy going. Fuck like on point. He was he was talking about during the week. He knew he was the guy, and this guy prepares. Man, you have to prepare. It's ninety percent preparation and ten percent perspiration. As you a young man, prepare. as and, a young man, CMC CMC told us uh, in an interview. He said, "Hey, when I first got here, man, I sat down with Brock Purdy." Brock Purdy walked me through all of these plays. Brock Purdy knows where everybody's at, knows what everybody's doing. He knew the whole playbook. He's been here 13 weeks and been playing against number one defense. Hey, this is Brock Purdy guy, man. He he knows what's up. He, I never read that. And, and, and never you got, that's that's talk that's 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 your study. You've got to own your your accountability in terms of what happens on the field, as well as get in your playbook, take your notes, know what everybody is doing, and he knows in the middle of it, in that week, that a it's I'm the guy, and it's got to be done this way. Lastly, I bring up this. He said we have to keep putting points up we can't trust that that this guy you know a 14 point lead is safe with tom brady all it takes is an interception and an onside kick and you looking you looking crazy like baker mayfield came in two days and beat you that can happen just in the blink of an eye i love two how you brought is nothing in the i NFL. love how you and, and love he, how you and kyle brought he, that he has a killer instinct that you need to keep putting up the points, keep putting up the points, and that's what we've been we've been clamoring for for weeks. Well, on 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 that point in particular, they asked him what he thought, looking up at the scoreboard, and he was like, "It's not enough. I know who's over there." Now that doesn't mean that that's what the team wanted to do. That doesn't mean that that's what the play call was. But his mindset was, "Nah, I got to keep scoring." Exactly. I I like knowing that my quarter Kyle don't have to feel that way. But that means that when Kyle calls that play, he's yeah. like, yeah, finally, I'm ready for it. Not, that's oh, shit, I'm nervous. I don't know if this is going to work, right? We want to know that that person has that killer instinct. When Kyle wants to be aggressive, that that person's not going to be the one holding Kyle back. That was definitely something that I took away from it also. I really, well, really liked it. That was good. 100%. Instead of going for, oh, let's go for a first down here at the 30. Now, let's go for a fucking touchdown, man. Let's yeah. bury these fools because we're the yeah. fucking Niners, baby. You know, I'm done with this talk. I'm done with this talk. You know, yep. that's what I want to hear. 
Oh my! On with the play on the field, with the play on the field, I should say. You know, and all these gentlemen here tonight explained that perfectly. Like they were on point with everything they had to say. Man, like love to hear it. That was great. Did you you have another takeaway there, Terry Dorman? No. I, I'm just crazy about the kid, man. I, I we, We're going to monitor about that oblique. We got a short week, which doesn't give us the, the full uh, uh, seven days that we would normally have. Uh, we got a quick turnaround, but it's a quick flight up to Seattle. We can battle in Seattle. Like I said, man, this, this says a lot. When you can, when you can beat the go, when you can beat uh, a Miami team who they, they thought was the most bonded team since the greatest show on turf. When you go against the GOAT head-to-head and you put that down and you get just seven points controversially, and then we're going to go against our <laughs> division rival, our division foe, the people that Pete Carroll always just likes to stick it to us. And so many times we've seen Russell Wilson get us up there. But, boy, I'm coming up there with a loaded Glock called Brock, and I'm coming for what you Oh me. Fucking Pete Carroll. You will see me on Amazon Prime. I'm going to deliver come Thursday. Rest uh, assured. I love it. I love it, man. Y'all get me hyped. Y'all about to have me start a whole new episode, man. We supposed to be wrapping this thing Wait, up and y'all turn it up. There it goes. I'm sorry. Interrupt. Do you do you have your own channel? I I, I don't follow anything but really them and Everybody keep telling me I need my own. I, I might do something in the future, but I, Mike Andrews and 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 my boy Breezy and uh, Croc, they invite me on a lot, man. I'm, I'm usually on their theirs, man. I, you know, because those, those guys are. And shout out to Mike Andrews and the Nothing Bananas. That's good. I've been the inspirational cat. Let me hit the applause button on yeah, them. Yeah, you're 100 right. They've been inviting hey, Mike, like so. I don't always agree, but Mike, Mike lets you be heard, and he he ain't scared that you're gonna take up and swallow all the air in the room. Mike's my dude, man. Mike, shout out to Rombo Sports and everybody else who have me on, man. I love y'all. Hey, this is all about getting that next ring there. That's, it. That's what we yes, want. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I like that. I like that a lot, man. You know, um, yeah, you you touched on on you guys all touched on what my biggest takeaways were. So I won't uh I won't go into them anymore. But what I will do, we have one more segment of the show tonight that we have to go uh through before we get out of here, and that is the super chat segment. Uh I'm scrolling up to make sure I didn't miss any. There were only four, so we got a light one here. This will be quick. Uh, I'll read the comment, and if it's one that's like a question or something, and we all want to respond to it, we can all do that together. Please shout we'll out Sean Shepard, because I know he got a super chat in there, and my man Chris Hansen. Shout them boys out, man. And Those Callie my Young, people. my man Callie Young. Miss Deb, what up, baby? I love Sean, you, Miss so Deb. Because he's spamming. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nobody blocked you, but what you doing, bro? Sean in the, in the super in the chats over here, man. All right, so the first one that I saw in the night was from Bruce Kuhn. He says, bring in OBJ due to Debo. Now, I mentioned this a little bit earlier, guys. I want to get your thoughts on it. Uh, this is a high ankle sprain. This could be anywhere from three to eight weeks for these guys. Yeah. Uh, if it's eight weeks, Debo might not play anymore for the Niners this year. Uh, and if that's the case, are you guys looking to bring in somebody else, specifically OBJ? 
Um, did we lose PA? PA, are you there? I think he Go laid on. his phone down. Okay, he, he, he he's out. PA. He's out. All right, so uh, we'll see. We'll see if he pops back in. Uh, but let me get your guys' thoughts on this. Let's start with Steve. Where did my where'd you guys' names go? Steve, know who oh, he I is. Did. And I got the no, I got the comment up there. That's why. Okay. All okay. right. So, uh, Steve, what, what's up, man? What do you what do you think, man? Would you bring in OBJ? Um, that depends. Is he is he ready to come back? Like like, yeah. You know, like, well, yeah. So we're we're gonna do this with the assumption that he's healthy and ready to contribute. You know what I mean? If he's healthy and ready to contribute, and depending on how much he wants, like for the remainder of this year, then yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I, 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 and I echo the sentiment. He's, I don't think he's a bad locker room guy, you know, like, you know, the media might betray him to be, but from my understanding, I think Dallas took a look at him, uh, you know, cause cowboy nation is everywhere. They, you know, they dominate the shows and they say that that knee hasn't quite healed that's the second acl tear on that knee i believe and it, it's not quite where it needs to be okay. so if, if they're if they're kind of giving them the heisman uh i think you know we we probably need to look a little elsewhere uh if, if we need to bring someone in and and hopefully with debo's uh 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 jeans he's he's kind of like to man those guys can heal up those guys got something different yo uh, that ankle sprain and, and and for for people to to real I know they they put the word sprain in there, but you got to understand a high ankle sprain is basically your tibia and fibia. If I could use my ulnar and radius as an example here, because I can't bring my foot up, but it's the separation of those two bones in your lower leg, where your tibia and fibia run parallel. They've separated a little bit and it's it's really really painful um and when whenever you see odell or, or when you see debo land down there and and needing to be carted off it's something wrong it's something real it's some guys who always fall out like soccer guys you know uh, it, it, i don't want to just besmirch the soccer community or whatever but they just flop all around like something doesn't happen they be trying to draw like, cards they know what they do yeah they, they just be man when lebron when james and out there just flopping yeah i i didn't want to go there that was that was mike y'all that was mike but <laughs> but, but but mike ain't wrong <laughs> but but when debo go down or trent williams go down or real tough dudes go down on that turf and need assistance off it, it it's usually pretty bad it's usually something something hurting something real wrong so uh we we might need to entertain that thought mike we might need to bring somebody in uh, i gotta look at the free agent market like you i'm sure you and tony shout out to tony i'm sure tony will as well yeah you know uh i'm not opposed to obj coming in i had a different perception of obj until i saw him uh last year with the Rams in the Super Bowl. Yeah. And there was a lot of uh, different interviews I saw of him. Uh, and it, it really changed my perception of him. I felt like he was a very self-centered, self-serving football player. Uh, and then I, I saw a lot of the selflessness uh, he put on display and, and stopping to pray for people that were injured and things like that. And I don't know, it, it, it kind of changed my mindset of 
who he is as a person, right? Yeah. Uh, the yeah. player was never really in question if he's available yeah. and he's out there. That's cool. Um, but he went out there and he he provided a spark for the for the Rams. Um, the way I I say, hey, you know what? Like let him let him let him come on. If he's healthy, he can come on and and if he can contribute, great. If he's not healthy, obviously they won't even bring him in. But I am not opposed to it if and only if Debo was out for an extended period of time. All right. So if it's just a two or three week thing, then I say we ride out with our people. All right. Uh, the very next one we got here is from my man Sean. He says, "What up, fam? Let's go." Brock may have had a wait. What? Brock may have a bad game. He won't drop off. His arm isn't weak. Very accurate. Kyle trust him. If any rook can do it, it's him. Talk about affirmations. Talk about confidence. Talk about you know just speaking positivity into the air. Yeah. Uh, Sean, uh, Sean, Sean is, is like really, really giving it to us here, man. He he's. I think he's brought in. He's drinking the Brock Purdy Kool-Aid. Yeah. Steve, yeah. what say you, man? Do you agree with this? Uh, I mean, he he shows prom- a lot of promise. A lot of promise. Uh, and, you know, I believe he believes what he's saying. So, yeah, I just, <laughs> I, I can't really comment too much on that right now because I I, I need to see more. Thank. There's nothing wrong with God, man. I'm absolutely applauding you for saying that, man. One hundred percent. There are so many people afraid to say that. There's so many people afraid to say that. They people have to declare, oh, he's going to be good, or. This guy is a bust, and wait till the league gets enough film on him. There's nothing wrong with saying, "I need to see more." Steve, good job, man. That that is a phenomenal job. I like that answer. I like that answer. That's dope. Um, I'm with Sean, and and, and let me say something. If Sean Shepard, the most, no, he's the second most pessimistic cat I know. The other one is Mike Andrews. Oh, if, <laughs> if Sean is buying in. Y'all better buy some stock right now because <laughs> they don't believe in much. Of you got to show them and show them again. And mm, you got to show them again. When I when when Brock came in last week, I got on the Internet, as George W. Bush used to say, and I went to J.T. O'Sullivan. I went to uh, Josh Pulliam. I went to uh, Johnny Dell and I pulled that college tape i wanted to see everything about this young man who's coming in and, and being brash and things of that nature hey man 81 touchdowns in his college career 33 interceptions started by the way four years those aren't good numbers he's, over four years he's pretty good and he played some good pro ball players in the big 12 uh i one i wanted uh, particularly in oklahoma nick bonito who went to the Denver Broncos in the first or second was, round? He, I think he was a late first round pick. The, late the first round. He was out there giving Oklahoma the business. And you know what he else he does? He's got a little wiggle with him. And if I could draw a comp, a compensation or, or a comparison, he got a little Tony Romo in him. He got a little Tony Romo in him. He'll run and he will slide. He will slide and he will draw that penalty. He makes good decisions. He gets the ball out of his hands. 
and I seen man uh Josh Boyer defensive coordinator for the uh the Miami Dolphins last week they were throwing the kitchen sink at that kid man they were splitting coverage they were jumping out they brought back the old John Fox I studied defenses and they jumped back and did the old John Fox zone read to where uh the zone blitzes to where linemen would drop back and and and, and be in coverage and this kid was handling it man this kid this kid's got moxie he's and plus he's what we got fellas we're on the san francisco 49ers and the depth chart says brock purdy he's up so i think uh, with a name like the faithful we've got to put positive things into the atmosphere death and life and the power of the tongue and those that love them shall eat the fruit thereof that's what the bible says in in the 18th uh uh proverb so if we if we thinking on the positive things about this kid hey man we got a super bowl team i know i got a super bowl d and net is one of the best running backs you can have in the backfield we got all pros at tight end we got all pros well we got one injured all pros at wide receiver we got all pros on the uh offensive line let's get down here and get it the tesla drives itself just don't wreck this car i'm gonna give you the keys to the car brock Ooh. you ain't gotta do nothing but let this tesla roll this tesla's rolling okay. I like it. I like it. Now, you know, I think I'm going to, I'm going to side. I'm, I'm somewhere in between the two of you guys, right? I don't see anything that's concerning about him. All right. I don't see anything that says, oh my God, he needs to be the starter or teams are going to be beating down the door to try to trade for him. Right. I don't see any of that. What I don't see though, is a liability. I haven't seen him costing us. I don't see him making terrible decisions. I don't see him uh, just completely missing the throws that he makes are usually in the vicinity. I haven't seen him throwing really, really high passes and people going up and getting their ribs cracked across the middle of the field. I haven't seen any of those things. I have no cause for concern at this time. But here's what I'll tell you. Long gone are the days of me liking a quarterback off of two games. It's never going to happen again. It's never going to happen again. When Colin Kaepernick and Russell Wilson came into the league in 2011, 2012, I was like, oh, man, these boys are different. These boys are special. And then I watched both of those guys competing with each other. One would do something, and then the next game, the other guy would do And they were going back and forth and back and forth. And I'm like, wow. And I was, we got the better guy. We got the better guy. And all of a sudden, Russell Wilson started throwing from the pocket. Cap kept running. All of a sudden, you start seeing the commercials where, hey, if I lose this game against you, I'll shave my eyebrow, right? That's how much they were pit against each other. What I found out was after about four or five games and the league gets some film on you, now we're going to find out who you really are. And that's what makes me want to side with Steve just a little bit more, just a little bit, just a little bit more. I am cautiously optimistic. How's that? Okay. I think that I like what I've seen so far. And I think that what we've seen so far is good enough to get us where we want to go. But what I don't know is how he's going to adjust when the league adjusts to him. And that's why I want to reserve my judgment on how I feel about him. Right now, in this very moment, I'm happy. And I think we can handle business next week. But after that, 
That's when we're going to find out how it really breaks down. That Washington Commanders game, that's going to be the one where we see exactly who this kid is because there's going to be three games of film. There's going to be no more secrets. They're going to start to pick up on some of these tendencies. All these people who get paid hundreds of thousands of dollars to study you. What you do when extra pressure comes from the left side. What you do when we look like we're going to rush five and we drop back and we only rush two. All of that stuff is going to be out there. Your tendencies are going to be on the film. And the NFL will always adjust. It's about how you adjust to their adjustments to you. And so that's why I want to see it. So I'm hoping that he is who we think he is. I'm hoping he can remain the player that he is. If he can stay where he is with a couple of tweaks once they start adjusting to him, that sixth ring is a lot closer than we think it is. It really, really is. We have an all-star defense. We have we have an all-pro defense. We have plenty of weapons on the offensive side of the ball. And I truly believe we have one of the brightest minds as far as offensive play calling in the entire NFL. You couple all that together with a guy who just doesn't cost you the games, I think we're in a good place. I do. Well, all right. And allow, allow me to counter a little bit on that, Mike. Uh, there's a series on Netflix about the 737 Boeing that, that went down. Uh, that, that They were just terrible aircraft and nobody could figure out why they were crashing so much. It came down to what, what's, what we call in the airline industry. I worked at Gemini Air Cargo for a number of years as a single point of failure. Usually aircraft are set up to where there are redundant checks if something were to fail. If this failed, then this will take its place. If that failed, then that'll take its place. If that failed, then that'll take a place. But Boeing put something on a plane, a vein on a plane that was a single point of failure. And when it failed, it overrode the autopilot and the plane crashed. Oh, shit. Teams that have a quarterback that that's all they got, like... Mm. The Kansas City Chiefs, like the Buffalo Bills, like like so and so, like those two thousand nine Indianapolis Colts, like the two thousand nine Indianapolis Colts. They're set up on a single point of failure. What we have here is an aircraft taking off, and it is fully equipped with redundancy. If Brock don't have a game that that week, we can kick it to CMC. If Brock ain't feeling it that day, we can give it to Mr. Jordan Mason. If Brock ain't got it all together, just get it out to Debo Samuels or who's ever going to be in play for Debo Samuels. To George Kittle, we don't have a single point of failure here because the 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 team is the Commodores, but the defense is Lionel Richie. <laughs> All right, man. We're not set up on a single point of failure. And don't worry about people catching up to him because it's it's not a point of catching up to anything. Kyle will design something so that you ain't caught up. They ain't caught up to Tua yet because of the design of the plays. We caught up to Tua because you got the number one defense. And I'm going to say it again before I get over here. Number public enemy number one. One, one, one. The number one defense against the rush, the number one defense against the pass, the number one defense against points against. 
we do that coupled with the turnovers, we make everybody look pedestrian. Mm. Everybody else ain't got that. Mm. Yeah, you're right. You're right, man. You ain't never lied. Let's go, baby. Let's go, man. All right, now this one here, I can't read this name to save my life here. Uh, Jay Fellahard. I'm gonna I'm gonna assume. Oh, JP Hellahard. JP Hellahard. I didn't get a comment with it, but thank you so much for the super chat. We do appreciate it. All right, I want to thank you for that. We got uh three more to go here. Deguayo, my man says here, uh, this is the time of year where the depth of roster is so important. This is exactly what Teradome was just talking about. Ain't that something? Uh, every team has injured players this time of year. We are in championship rounds. Come on, man. This is exactly what you were talking about, man. Hey, I think I think that uh, the injuries are starting to pile up for us a little bit, you know? Two weeks in a row now, we've played teams missing at least one of their tackles. Mm-hmm. At least one of their tackles. I yep. don't know how sustainable this is, guys. Uh, you got to let me know, Steve, man. You think our roster is built to sustain right now? Or are you concerned about some of these injuries? Uh, I am concerned about some of these injuries. Yeah. Just, yeah. You you always have to be concerned with injuries. Always. Yeah, because, uh, like, they, you know, they could say it's one thing and then ha- have a second opinion and it'll be something completely something else. So, yeah, I'm I'm a little concerned with the injuries, you know, and, you know, having it come back to bite us in the ass. Yeah, 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 I understand that. I completely understand that. All right, TD, what do you think here, man? Hey, man. Today when I went to church, I wore one of the sweetest suits. Y'all can check me out on Twitter. I put that thing on Twitter. It's on Teradon 49 is at Twitter. And it was a pretty beige. And with the season being Christmas, it had to be red and gold. Let me put that on up to the camera here. That red and gold, you see the red and gold on that bow tie? See the gold behind it? Okay. Okay. All right. The San Francisco 49ers are made to play December football. We're mm. made to play January football. We're made mm. to play February football. The key to nature and the key to everything in your life is balance. It's balance. You don't want to be a pass happy, that's all we do, people. We don't mm. want to be a run happy, that's all we do, people. It should always be balanced out. The defensive line shouldn't get all the credit. The, the secondary shouldn't get all the credit. And the linebacker, should, it should be a balance in third. The San Francisco 49ers are balanced and ready. Your car needs to be balanced so it can run right. Your work life needs to be balanced so you will have a good family life. Your wife and you may have to come up with some money for the bills and y'all will balance things out. Where she's strong, you be weak sometimes, but when you weak, when you're strong, she'll be weak in others. It will always balance out. San Francisco 49ers are made to be balanced. It is December football. It is January football coming up. And 
Scottsdale, Arizona, Glendale, Arizona. I'm sorry, they moved it. We're coming there on the second weekend on a Sunday, and we're coming with the balance. I like it. I like it, man. I like it. I think I think the team is ready. I think the team is as de- uh, depth tested. Uh, and the cool thing about a lot of these injuries, I'm assuming, uh, and I'm not not without all the information about what happened today, but we're going to get some guys back also. And that's something that people are forgetting about. People, uh, you know, quiet has kept Eric Armstead two solid games in a row, not getting much mention because he doesn't have any sacks. But my man is destroying centers and guards in there, completely destroying, eating them up, eating up the double teams, being a force in the run game, you know. And so those are the kind of things that I like to see. Indeed, you know, I, I really, really indeed, enjoy right. seeing. And, and, and yeah. we're a nuanced, we're a nuanced fan base. Please go to some of these guys, man, like Wednesday when they break down film. Look at the things. It it doesn't always show in the stats. It's not going to always show his sacks. It's not going to always show his yards. It's not going to always show his touchdowns. But it it is some pivotal points in this offense and defense. Like with Eric Armstead, I'm going to throw him out. And and I'm glad you shouted him out, man, because not enough is said. I usually look at him like, well, he didn't get but five sacks last year, seven sacks last year, whatever. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. man, when you Mm -hmm. taking away two or three blockers and then you see Nick Bosa in line to get, we still looking at them 20, 20 plus sacks in a year. Mm -hmm. That stuff comes up. That stuff adds up. When you don't hear about, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, Burford making a key block, it doesn't show in some stats. But man, I'm glad Burford was out there. Kittle might not have gotten, you know, seven catches for a hundred yards and two touchdowns this week, but boy, he laid some pivotal blocks and moved the sticks on some pivotal time. Wait, wait till they go back and show that, uh, that big run to the left by, uh, McCaffrey. Wait till they go back and see the blocking on that play. Exactly. Wait till they go back and see the blocking on that play. You know what I'm saying? Those are the things that are going to make highlights all over your social media platforms and the people that break down film. You'll exactly. see it. You'll see yes. it, you know? Yes. And that's why I say we're built for this. That's exactly why I say we're built for this. It's this, it's the silent killers. You know what I'm saying? Uh, th- there's a reason that they added an odor to natural uh, to the gas that comes out of your pipes. There's a reason that they added odor to it, you know? Mm-hmm. So that way you can smell when there was a gas leak in your house. Come on, sir. You know? Yes, yeah, sir. Listen, the silent killers are the ones that get you the worst, oh. you know? So, hey. If you we could be silly with it, you know what I'm saying? They call them silent but deadly for a reason. It's the ones that you don't know. They get you harder than everything else, man. There All right, so I like the that. Niners are built. The Drop Niners, it, Mike. The, the <laughs> Niners are built for it, man. You y'all focus on Debo. I, hey, you focus on George Kittle. I t- you focus on Nick Bosa. Come on. But watch the guys that you don't know anything about. Diamador Lenore had two phenomenal games in a row. Nobody's talking about him. Nobody's talking about him, bro. Nobody's talking about him. That's okay. I'm not the X's and O's guy. I'm not. I'm not the film junkie. Y'all will see when it's time for y'all to see it. That's all I got for it. That's all that's I got it. for it. That's, that's my man. That's Mike. My man Keith Murphy is back in the building. Keith Murphy right? in the house. We called him Keith Murray last week. But this Keith week, Murray. Keith Murray. <laughs> Keith Murphy is back in here. He says, "I'm not mad like others with Kyle." Uh, I'm not mad like others with Kyle use Debo, with how Kyle used Debo. All 
All right. Uh, we ran him third and seven versus Green Bay last year. His running got us to the NFC Championship last year. Uh, Keith Murphy has uh, hashtag Keith Murphy, not Keith Murray. <laughs> My God, you know. And Keith Murray would be so sweet, though, man. Remember Keith Murray? Y'all a little young to remember me. Nah, oh, like, me and Breezy did a breakdown on there, bro. We, okay, we talked okay, about okay, it. Okay, we, okay, talk, okay. We, we talked about it, man. And right. it was funny is because I was like, oh, his name 42. is Keith. I was like, he at least 42. Yeah. <laughs> I was cracking up at that man, but yeah. So, you know, <laughs> I'm not I'm not gonna drag this out because I got to get going. Uh, it's 10:30. It's way past my bedtime. I actually yeah, got a little see. bit of work. Hey, who, hey, who um, was playing tonight? Anybody in the chat room? Who who who's got the the late game? Oh, I'm Sunday. watching the game right now. It's the Dolphins and the Chargers. It's the Dolphins oh, and Chargers. Oh, what they look like? What's the score? Oh, Chargers working them right now. Oh, I think it was uh now I don't remember the score because I got it on in the background. I'm not watching it, watching it, but it was 17-7 last time I looked for the Chargers. Okay. Um but I will say this: I was a little upset with Kyle's play calling. Now, I I don't want you guys to think that this is, you know, hindsight's 2020. Of course, you're mad because it happened and he got hurt. For weeks, I have been complaining during every live game that we do. Why do we keep running Debo directly up the middle? I hate it. It feels predictable at times when he lines up in the backfield. You know he's getting the ball and you know what's going up the middle. I hate it. If you want to use him that way, that's fine. Do some tosses to him. Just mix it up so that they don't know it's coming. So I was upset. And if I'm not mistaken, we were up 28 nothing. Wasn't it like 28 nothing when he got injured? 21 nothing. 21 nothing or 28 nothing. It was. it was it was too many points to be up for him to be carrying the ball up the middle when you have guys like Tevin Coleman and Jordan Mason. Mason wasn't even getting carries yet. I know. I know Mason wasn't getting carries yet. You don't need to do that with Debo. So, yes, I did have a problem with that play call, but it's not because he got injured. I've had a problem with that play call overall with Debo in particular. A guy was nursing hamstring injuries for the last three weeks. It just doesn't make any sense to me. It's never made any sense to me. Right. Those are my thoughts on it, right? right? I mean, and I also understand football is football. It's the only sport with 100% <coughs> guarantee, right? I get that as yeah. well. But I just feel like sometimes you can do a little bit better. Sometimes you can prevent these things from happening. And we weren't in a position where he needed to do it. I understand what he was saying about the NFC Championship game and, and what he was doing against Green Bay. But we were losing at that point in the game. And Debo said, hey, give me the ball. I got us. There's a difference when – you need to put the ball in the best player's hands versus we got a three-score lead or a four-score lead. Let's do something different. There is a difference. There is a difference. So I I, I relinquish my time. I'm going to give it to Steve, and then Terry Dome will give it to you, and then we have one more Super Chat to get to before we get out of here. I think you hit the nail on the head right there. there there's a big difference between the two. And, um, I mean – I, I wouldn't have um, had a problem with the same play call with a different player. But, like, not changing things up, it's going to it's gonna backfire because they're, they're going to be like, oh, they're doing this. We're going to counter with this. Right. Uh, you know, that's... I mean, that's what it is for me. It's, um, you know, you, you got 
sometimes you gotta think outside the box of what you're going to do. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Get out of your comfort zone a little bit, you know. And yeah. and and I'm totally with you. With I, I echo the sentiment, Mike. My keys to victory for the 49ers on the offensive side of the ball was primarily to stay away from the strength of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, which is that middle with uh, uh, Vita Vea uh, and their two Ooh. linebackers. That, that Let's stay away from that middle. I, I felt the same way when Trey Lance was running. Stay away from the middle, that kid Barton, and that big uh, nose guard to remind me of uh, Gilbert Brown back way back oh. in the day for the uh, Packers. This, if these guys are big and thick in the middle, let's assault the perimeter. Let's assault the perimeter. Let's. What's wrong with a a a, a Debo a jet sweep? What's wrong with a Debo reverse when they reverse on that jet sweep like they did a a couple of like I, I think against the Cardinals? You know, let let's get it on the perimeter, man. Run away from their strength, and let's stay uh, let's stay away from the teeth of a defense. That's like a. When Pete Carroll threw that dad going, when he had beast mode in the backfield and decided to throw that ball in the teeth of the defense, man, I, you know, I know y'all are NFL guys and you done been doing it all your life and your, your daddy was a coach, your mama was a coach, uh, you, you, you fly coach on the airplane and all that stuff, but sometimes you're just stupid. You know, don't do that. Don't do that. And... And, and and you know we're gonna have people to say, well, people get injured, you know, stuff happens. NFL don't contribute to it. It's like driving with your seatbelt off at high rates of speed in the rain. You know, don't contribute to your demise. Don't don't snatch defeat out of the jaws of victory. That's what we're saying. There you go. There you go. And people also have to remember why Debo started doing this in the first place. We were down so many running backs. We needed him to spell us. We aren't there anymore. No. We aren't there. So, you know, I'm, I'm, again, I'm not mad at Debo being a ball carrier. I'm not mad at anything like that. I want to be very clear with what I'm saying. I just don't like him running into the belly of the beast. I, I, I didn't like that. That's all. And it looks like Tyreek Hill just got a touchdown and got hurt. He limped into the end zone. Hamstring? No, it looked like a foot thing, something lower foot, lower lower extremity. I'm not sure. Uh, the last one for tonight, it says, Purdy, league will keep throwing the kitchen sink. Um, They're going to keep blitzing this young man. They're going to keep coming after him. They're going to keep putting pressure on him, and they're going to want to see how he reacts. Um, the one thing I did like about tonight's episode, uh, episode tonight's uh game, he didn't have a lot of uh, – <clears throat> there wasn't a lot of big plays but he was able to pick up where the blitzes were coming from and throw over their heads. Yeah. You know, he 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 found the outs. He didn't hold on to the ball a lot. Pressure's coming from the left. Well, I know it looks like I'm pointing to the right, but pressure, this is my left hand, I promise. Pressure's coming from the left. Throw it over the left where the pressure's coming yeah. from. Kyle talked about those pressure and blitz beaters being built into the offense by play design, right? Use them. You might not get a bunch, but if that person breaks a tackle or two, it's it's a it's a long it's a long kiss goodnight, you know. So um, I did enjoy seeing him uh, read those things a little bit. I do think the pressure is going to continue to come. Uh, Steve, if you got a comment for that, I'll get your thoughts, and then we'll get Terry Domes, and we'll get out of here, guys. Um. Well, I think he showed that he can handle the blitz. So if they want to blitz, you know, uh, Purdy, I say let him because he knows mm. what to do. 
Bring it. He knows how to handle it. You know, um, he he showed that he can he can run and, and get away and and extend the play. So I say if they want to continue blitzing blitzing them and yeah, uh, having one potential one on ones with our people down the field. Yes, sir. The, the, bring it. Yes, sir. Right. Okay. The sentiment is echoed. Hey, they're going to keep on trying and, and keep on learning that he's going to bust them. He's going to break them. And it uh, it's par for the course. You know, you always blitz a young guy. Hey, that's what they do. But they're going to get to a point. They say, all right, well, the blitz ain't working. We're going to have to drop back and get exotic in the zones and do some things. And when you ask too much of a defense that's not talented or that doesn't communicate, they leave holes and they blow coverage. That's why teams don't do it that much. If you don't have, that's why, that's why, uh, you know, Jimmy Ward is in at the nickel versus uh, 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 Sammy Womack because he, he knows how to go palms coverage. He knows how to go buzz. He knows how to go sky coverage. He knows how cloud coverage goes and he can communicate better and he has the experience to know all right you picking this up on this zone i'm picking that up on this zone we're going banjo coverage and things of that nature when you don't have a season secondary and they're not used to changing up their coverages and stuff like that it leads to astronomically blown coverages especially a rookie secondary and i'll say and in, in, in doing this we didn't face just any defense that was a top 10 defense that was, that was a the number eight yeah. ranked defense yeah. in the national football league yeah yeah and and coupled with that brock's been going against the number one public enemy number one ranked defense for 13 weeks before he yeah. got on the field yeah so you know th throw at him what you must good, good, good luck catching him off guard right good yeah right? yeah i like that i like that we did have one more sneak in here uh, from Keith Murphy, uh, he said, that's fair. I'm in 42. What does this mean? Your thoughts make sense, but this is Tom Brady. And I get it. I, I, he's responding to our response to his, uh, his his previous super chat there saying that, you know, he didn't have a problem with how Kyle used him. And I get it. There's no amount of points that are enough. I completely understand what you're saying, especially with Tom Brady out there. Well, all we're saying is, did it have to be Debo? We're, we're not mad about you running up the middle. Did it have to be Debo that you were doing it? And by the way, I get upset when he does it with Christian McCaffrey. And he hasn't been hurt running up the middle. You know what I'm saying? He hasn't been hurt running it up the middle. But I still get bothered when I see Christian McCaffrey doing it when we have a, a high a high point lead. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and look, it's not just me. There's a lot of people that feel that way. Jerry Rice posted about it on his Instagram today. I don't know if y'all saw it or not. Jerry Rice was like, stop running our our uh, star players up the middle. I heard. I heard. I heard. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's like the, just the, the quickest way to get hurt. It's like, you know, and not saying that he did, but it's almost intentional asking somebody to get hurt, running them up the middle, whether it's a quarterback, whether it's a, 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 a running back or a star wide receiver. If, if you're not really conditioned for that, you know, especially mm -hmm. against this team, against Vita Vea, the scouting report said 
hey, avoid <laughs> the middle, dude. <laughs> Don't go up in that middle with him up in there. I, I think he, he got hurt a little bit and he was banged up after the second quarter or something like that. But yeah. even though it shouldn't have, it shouldn't have really been in the game plan. That's what we say. Assault the perimeter. That's where your your strength is. Uh, use your counters, counter gap. That's the identity of the San Francisco 49ers in the Kyle Shanahan offense. The counters, the pulls, the wham blocks, the folds. Use right, right. that. Don't just go Larry Zonka, Christian Okoye. You ain't got nobody to do that. Don't do that. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, that's going to do it for us tonight, though, guys, man. You guys were great. Thank you all for everyone who jumped in here. My man, PA, was in here earlier. Uh, we had uh, – uh, was uh, Rodney was in here earlier, Manuel? We couldn't really see him too well, but uh, every everybody, everybody that jumped in here, I appreciate all of you guys taking time out to join the show earlier today. I really, really appreciate it. Uh, you guys be safe, guys. Thank you all so much. You guys have been phenomenal. Shout out to our sponsors at Gold Bar Whiskey. Everybody, Gold make sure you bar. Drink, drink responsibly. Make sure you guys aren't driving, okay? I don't want to see you guys Amen. doing a big shot yes, with us if you got to drive somewhere else later on. So thank you all for your time, for your commitment. Shout out to the 49ers. Another dub under the belt. Man, I love it. I absolutely freaking love it, man. The Niners out there handling business. Six in a row. Six is my lucky number. And by the way, one more win next week, and we take the division. We can clinch. A playoff spot, man. That is a beautiful thing. I am loving, loving, loving it. And uh, guys, that's going to do it for us tonight, man. I hope you guys enjoyed the show. Make sure you guys subscribe, rate, review, all that good stuff. And head on over to Patreon if you want to be a part of the game day experience with us here at Nothing But Niners. All right, patreon.com slash NB9ERS. We're going to get out of here. You guys ready? Yes. Y'all know the song out? Y'all know the log out? Yes. Yep. All right, I'm going to test y'all. I'm going to point. Y'all ready? All right. Yep. Prepare for glory. Anticipate pain, but always remain faithful. We out of here. One. Peace. We all gas, no brakes, pumped up, no fakes. We spinning, we winning, we high stakes. We never miss, we all makes. Look at us dudes trying to prove, bringing you news with nothing to lose. Mike, Nick, Tony, Wayne, Method Man, we bring the pain. I'ma confess it We under the pressure If you looking to find us We them nothing but niners Nothing but niners Nothing but niners